It's not worth winning if you can't win Welcome to the Cake Eaters Podcast. It's tarps off time, boys. Let's get some top shelf bar down skis while we're out here playing. Always those bar down skis for sure. Maybe while we're at it, maybe crush some sandos. Happies and slappies, boys. Let's do this. Ferda. Pitter patter, let's go. <laughs> Welcome back to the Cake Eaters Podcast. Uh, if you are not familiar with the show, Letter Kenny, we just blessed you with some beautiful, sweet talk from Riley and Jonesy in honor of one of our favorite characters, the beloved Coach T, the yes. new bad guy coach of the Ducks, who was featured in just a great way. We coach get, T and Stephanie. We get sh- some shining Coach T moments throughout this episode. Yeah. He's, he's, he's fully focused on. It's great. Yeah. Which I was, not, I was not expecting. Because the, the, for those that uh, are not, don't know, the name of this episode is Spirit of the Ducks. So we're talking, it's the reunion show. All the old Ducks yeah. are coming back. So I was not expecting any, I was not expecting a lot of Coach T, but I'm glad it happened. Yeah, it was great. We saw some great Coach T shine. We saw Coach T and Stephanie teaming up. What an unstoppable duo of shitty persons. <laughs> it's just, it's, it honestly was, it's so great. They're two of my favorite characters of the show. Oh, sure. they, them and Nick have to be, the, it's yeah. them, Nick, and Winnie. Those are the, the four shining characters for me those are my, my top four Winnie's Winnie's just okay but man Stephanie brings the heat in every scene that she's in and like she's so good at like every scene she's just like god you're, you're the worst you, yeah you want to you want to <laughs> punch her in the face after every every interaction and that's how you know she's killing it that's yeah. how you know that she's she's out there doing her job <laughs> exactly <laughs> but to, so this this episode starts off with because the cliffhanger of the last episode was Evan possibly rejoining the Ducks. Yeah, he got Tre- Trevor. Trevor let him know that Coach T wanted to talk to him about yep. about the Ducks, and so that's yep. how the episode kicks off. Is Evan going yep. to the the Ducks facility? And we get. Yep. I loved it because the way they set it up. I don't know if anybody else. Oh, got they, this. they they set, set it up. The tone. They they set the 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 way the scene unfolds is exactly like shot for shot the exact same way that the the end of Moneyball goes down when Billy Bean is interviewing at the Red Sox. <laughs> he's like walking in and he's looking at the state. Evans looking at the the facility all by himself. You see Coach T up up top looking at him. He's got yeah. coffee in the little press box. It was yeah. like it reminded me of Moneyball like to a fucking T. I. I love everything about that. And I hope that was the writer's intention throughout yes. it. I hope that was their, their inspiration for sure. So, so I, they're back up. Yeah. Top. Yeah. So we got Evan walking in. Number one, shouldn't even be there. No, shouldn't even, shouldn't even be there. You know, well, like I, I don't know. I, I don't I, know. I don't know. I would. It's just, you, you, you gotta, you, you gotta take the meeting, you know, you gotta take the meeting. You gotta hear him out. Dude, it's your mom is the coach, though. Like that's that's like but, my, but my big issue. It, but she's the worst coach. It doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> matter. She's out here, like embarrassing herself every night that they play. 
And this ungrateful little son of a gun is she's about not, she, to jump ship on her. That's she's just, not embarrassing herself. On. She's not embarrassed. She sits on the just, she sits in the bench and doesn't do anything. I, 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 she doesn't embarrass herself. She does sometimes say hilarious things because she doesn't know what she's talking about. But she's she's hitting her stride. But Evan, you know, he he got he got a taste. He wants it. He wants a taste of the realness. I did love. Um, the coach tea red carpet treatment. They got coffee, protein bar, <laughs> organic green juice. Like, yep. you know, mm-hmm. and then, and then Evan's confused. Why am I here? What, what am I doing here? Coach T you cut me. Yeah. And this, this conversation's great because coach T is not having a conversation with Evan. He's just talking at him. Whenever, <laughs> whenever Evan responds with a question, coach T does not answer it. He just moves on and ignores it. <laughs> It's just classic gaslighting. Um, exactly. And, and my, one of my favorites is like, he, he addresses Sophie, or, Sophie, or, Sophie Hanson bot. Uh, yeah, she choked. Yep, He's like, choked. Left the she team. S- stood up for herself and left the team. And she then he, couldn't cut it. That's, that's no, he, it. he doesn't even respond back with couldn't cut it. He immediately changes subjects. He doesn't even address what Evan said. He's just like, boom, on to the next thing. That's right. And then the other person gets hurt and he says, he's, she, they're wearing one of those things with Velcro and we, and, uh, hinges and a hint. Yeah. With Velcro <laughs> and a hinge on it. Uh, so yeah, it's not looking good. <laughs> coach T coming in, bringing the heat, right? Well, co- coach T says, cause Evan asks if, if the kid who got hurt is okay. Like, how's it looking? And coach T says, well, he's got one of those crazy contraptions. So it's not looking good, but, it could be looking good for you, Evan, because I got a spot now. If you want to join the Ducks, you want to, you know, get get back together with the boys, take the tarps off, we can get this going. Yeah, and uh, what I also love that Evan, he had a nice rebuttal where he was like, um, well, we're on a winning streak. <laughs> yeah, just, I, I like the don't bother. We're on a winning streak, and Coach yeah, T why? correctly goes one game. Evan, one game. Yeah. It was wrong. Shouldn't have cut you. Well, (laughs) is it, I think it's later on in the episode when they're talking again and Evan, Evan is like, um, it's like, he's like, why'd you, why'd you cut me? You cut me. Why do you want me back on the team? And coach T goes, no, 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 no. I didn't cut you. I challenged you. And you rose to the challenge. (laughs) That was so good. That was just a master manipulator. Oh, like he, classic. He, he, that, that was that was such a great line. And I challenged you, and you rose to that challenge. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We you oh, led your team to the W. They're, oh, this, your season's have. almost over. And and I love how he's like, listen, you can qualify for for states with the Ducks. <laughs> and Evan, for a second, is like. May, you know, like maybe we can do it with the don't bothers, but you know, it seems like, you know, no, no, no. Coach T throws in a final haymaker talking about college. Listen, I know college is expensive. It's hard for single moms. I've oh, dated yes. a lot of them. Oh, killer dated, line right there. D- yes, I, he says, I know what life is like as a single mom. I've <laughs> because I've dated I, so many of them. Which I've dated plenty of them. <laughs> I mean, he. I granted. We do we know if have we gotten any backstory on if Coach T and Bombay have ever interacted? 
I'm not sure because if they, he would have played for Bombay because when when they listed when he played for a du- for the Ducks, mm-hmm. um, it feels like it wasn't that long ago, but it maybe was some of Bombay's last years. But they, I'm not sure, not for sure. Yeah, they say he played three years for the Ducks, which makes sense. Twelve, thirteen when he was twelve, thirteen, and fourteen. They don't mention what yeah. years. Um, I would love to know if Bombay was his coach. I doubt it. But it doesn't seem like it. They don't seem yeah. familiar. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah, like the, there's not that familiarity and like, there's not that acknowledgement. And so yeah, I think there, it, yeah. if there were two so, ships passing in the night, but I mean, it would have made sense if he played for Bombay, you know, and comes from, if he would have came from the, the Bombay coaching tree. Yeah, because he is a chip off the old block. He yeah, knows. He, oh, he's he's he, got the single mom radar yeah, dialed in. Playing, just like, just like Bombay. J- just like Bombay, he's playing his cards right. He knows, okay, single mom, potential star player. Mm-hmm. I mean, like Flint. Exactly. For playing time. Exactly. But he's been there for through the good and the bad. You know, he's seen the stresses. So he knows mm-hmm. how hard it is uh, to, to pay for college. And so getting those scholarships is is where it's at. And so, exactly. you know, he's given Evan something to think about. And I just, I want to hate Evan for this, but you kind of feel bad for him. Though. Like, you're kind of like, uh, you can kind of understand it. He's a kid and Coach T is a master manipulator. Yeah. And like like I said, you, if I was in, if you're in Evan's situation, you at least take the meeting. You at least go, you chat with him, you see what it's about. You know, my just my favorite thing is how he just continuously talked down to Evan. (laughs) Like he wasn't like a real person. That was I. I also uh, like. Did you hear the part when uh, Evan was like, "Yeah, I mean, my mom still checking comes in the middle of the night to check to see if I'm breathing." (laughs) Yeah, and doesn't Coach T right after that? I think Coach T says, "You know what? You get it, Evan. I like you," or something like that. I, I like you, Mauro. We go back. That's right. He always he always calls him by his last name. Classic coach move. Yeah. I like you, Mauro. We go back. Yeah. <laughs> we have history. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's when he's talking about the season's going to end, their team's done, um, and he's like, just one practice. You'll know. So he's planted the seed. He's, he's officially yeah, cause, cause Evan, know, he's tilled the earth. He's planted the seed. He's watered it, maybe sprinkled a little fertilizer on there, and he wants to see this seed grow. Yes, because Evan, Evan does not say yes or no right away. He says, I need to think no. about it. And then that's when yeah. Coach T says, okay, come to a practice. Yeah. You know, feel it out. You You'll know. know. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Which, you at, know that, at, that, at that point, that's when I – that's when I judge Evan a little bit. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you, I don't know if you go to the practice. I think you got to make your mind up before you do the practice. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying at the beginning. Like number one, just shouldn't have even been there. Like he's got, he should you, be, you got to take, you got to take the meeting, you know, it's just good. I mean, you got to, you got to figure out what you're missing. You know, this, this isn't a it's like, job it's, opportunity. It's this exactly is, what it is. It's a job opportunity. This is this a job. Is, this is twelve year, like twelve year old youth hockey, where he just you convinced know what, Spo, a whole bunch of kids that you know were Heath, very happy Heath, to be staying in their basements and not playing hockey. Heath, you're so you're so brave to not think this is a job. So brave, <laughs> classic, classic Alex don't move. Tell, the, the, you know what the college? You know like what the, the college counselors would say to you? 
the college counselors yeah. would tell you this is a job. Okay, Heath, this is going on the resume. You got to treat it like a job. And therefore, I, if you get a job opportunity, take the interview. At least take the interview. You know, I just, okay. I mean, you know, to each their own. I just think that he needs to have some respect for his mother, have some respect for his teammates. And you know what, Evan? You need to have a little respect for yourself in this situation too. Okay. Don't fall into their trap. They're, manip- they're manipulating you. They, they, don't, they don't have your best interests at heart. They have their own. Oh yeah. Coach T is just such a perfect, it's just such a perfect example of, of like gaslighting and manipulation that he does in this episode to Evan. It's fantastic. Even, even the part, uh, not to jump ahead, but Evan does not join the ducks and not to jump ahead. You just went to the the end, (laughs) but I'm saying it's not the end. It's not the, the full end. He does not join the ducks. And, Spoiler alert for the end of the podcast. <laughs> and when that happens, Coach T does the classic gaslighter manipulation move. He freaks out. You know, he turns to he turns to Stephanie's. Doesn't he turn to Stephanie's twins? And, yeah. and he asks them to take a bounty out on Evan's head. Listen, he goes. He goes full Chad. You know, he just crushed a monster. He goes. He goes. He goes full and, Coach Riley. Full yeah, Coach he, Riley. No, he, he goes full Chad, crushes a monster in vodka, and punches a hole through the drywall. He didn't either. Because he was because he, he was gaslighting. But, but he didn't do either of it's those a, things. It's a metaphor, Brandon. Yeah, God but the but the way you said it, I feel like if somebody hadn't watched the episode, they would have thought that he actually did that in the episode. Oh yeah, he didn't do that in the episode. <laughs> that was a metaphor for her gaslighting in college. <laughs> You said that as as if that's like a common metaphor that everybody knows, and it's definitely yeah, not. it's definitely oh, not people 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 know if you it's like definitely not. look at a meme on Instagram, you you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so end of that scene, cut scene. We move on. We have Winnie hitting up Bombay as he is cruising down the street in his beautifully put together truck still rocking that hockey stick um uh and and the hockey stick keeping the glove box together Mm -hmm. and we have winnie giving him the business about what we have talked about multiple times the gross mismanagement of the snack bar (laughs) in the ice palace uh don't get us started on this but she does so she's like, I, some of this stuff is actual nonsense. So this, once again, is watching this with subtitles was delightful. Oh, did you, so you because, got exactly what she said. Okay. So I got exactly what she said and it didn't make sense. So me, she talks about, she talks about, we have too much cocoa butter to fit. What are they using cocoa butter for in the ice palace snacks? Snack stand. Well, so it may not be entirely the snack stand. Okay. But what are they using cocoa butter for? I don't know. At the ice palace. So anyways, they got too maybe much to, cocoa like, butter. Maybe to like, uh, I don't know, maybe to like moisturize the skates? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, don't I know. just, I'm, I'm not but, sure but, why, so, but that's what they said, cocoa butter. Yeah. But what, what she's talking about is not necessarily all snack bar stuff because they are, they have skates they have the whole yeah. operations, and okay, even so even ice later, palace operations. Yes, and even later in the episode, you see the the skate sharpening machine 
is in the kitchen of the snake bar. <laughs> so they're, they're, they don't have a lot of space to work with, but they are doing, they're doing it all. So, so we have some folks that failed their facility management uh, college courses uh, running the Ice Palace. But anyways, so mm-hmm. well, she, well wait, later on the later on we get a lot more information about the Ice Palace that makes perfect sense. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to and that. So, <laughs> and and so we get uh, too much cocoa butter to fit. Can we donate the nachos? I like we. It doesn't. Can we there's, donate there's no, the nachos? Yeah, there's no context before it. It's just like warble warble can we can i donate these nachos um and then she starts yelling about like and then all this moldy bread in bombay oh yeah scrape the mold out just yeah just cut the mold off we can get two more days out of that bread (laughs) um so i loved everything about that quick interaction on the phone of winnie screaming about the ice palace horrifying mismanagement has her go in early and it's just a disaster in there no place for the cocoa butter (laughs) <laughs> and so that leads so he's driving and talking to her on the phone and he yeah. comes to a construction zone and he's forced to stop while the construction yeah. is going and that's when a rock kicks up from was it a jackhammer i think it was a jackhammer yeah. rock yeah. kicks up from the jackhammer smashes his car window you yeah. know uh smashes his car window <sighs> and then he comes bombay's furious he, he rudely hangs up on winnie runs yeah. out of his car and that's when he goes to yell at the, the jackhammer construction guy who just broke his window and boom. Who do we have? Fulton Reed. Number 44. That exactly. was, that was, that was my favorite. He identified himself by his number to his former coach. Hey coach, it's number 44. <laughs> Fulton Reed. Yes. Yes, that between identifying yourself as the number and then Coach T always referring to everybody as their last name, spot on like coach culture they got going here. That's exactly yeah. what they do. But those, so those are the weird interactions because, like, you know, I my mom still works at the school, and so I see like when I see old teachers, they're still Mister or Mrs. Last name. Like mm-hmm. I just I I I will never call them by their first name. I'll be. Thousand, they will be a hundred years old. I will be fifty years old, and I will still address them as a teacher. <laughs> There's nothing I can do about it. Yeah, it's like it's like you always address even former presidents as president because they, you know, no. that's that's what they were. Can't yeah. take can't take that away. No, can't put Pandora back in the box. <laughs> but uh, um, so, so yeah, so we get our our first our first old duck sighting. Fold yeah. Reed working construction in the Twin Cities. Did you, you know, start break, quacking? Breaking. I did not start quacking. I did love the the breaking of the window again, though, because that's exactly that was, exactly that how funny. they met in the first movie. Uh, so great Easter was, egg. Great. Easter I, egg. I love that. Yeah, Bombay, that was Bom- an excellent one. Bombay even calls it out he, when he's talking to him. He goes, "Man, I'd really love to to hang out with you without you breaking a window or something like that." Yes. Yes, that is exactly like, can we do this without you busting up my window? Yeah. They hit the nail on the head with the reintroduction of Fulton. Love that. Now we have Fulton bringing up a a little, like you see a little bit of an awkward kind of reaction from Bombay when Fulton's like, hey, 25th anniversary. You had to have gotten this invite. You couldn't have missed it. It had Mm -hmm. glitter in it. Yeah. 
I, I love that because Stephanie out. Stephanie's head of the the gala planning committee. She's not. You you think she's not going to put glitter in an invitation, Heath? Oh, that's exactly like obviously we know Stephanie absolutely scoured Pinterest, Etsy, created some nice boards. She went hard. She blew this. She blew this out. She blew this shit out. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Stephanie it, is. In defense of Stephanie, the gala did look beautiful. It looked fantastic. I listen. If I am planning a gala, Stephanie is the number one person I'm going to. Like she will be cutthroat in pursuit of perfection to make sure that gala goes off without a hitch. And that's who you, that's who you want. That's who you want behind your event, pushing that through. Because do you think people are going to decline her invitation? Yeah, right. At your own risk. Well, I don't know. We there is somebody that did decline the invitation. There is somebody. We find out oh, later on. Yeah. But so so Fulton is is he brings up the gala, and that's when you know Bombay looks Bombay looks shocked because he, he doesn't know about the gala because yeah. they don't they didn't invite him they don't kinda, they don't want him there. He kind of plays it off. He kind of plays up. Yes, oh, he, pl- I don't he know. plays and, it cool. He plays it cool. Yeah. He's like I I uh, you know it's probably in my stack of mail. You know, yeah. I just didn't get to it. And there, there is, I mean, there is a weird little. I think it's before Fulton brings up the gala, 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 vase, vase, tomato, tomato. But Fulton brings up, well, because because Bombay is like, oh, so what have you been up to? You look great, like you look fantastic. What have you been up to? And Fulton's like, I've been in the city, I've been in the Twin Cities this whole fucking time, bro. Where are you yeah, been? More, Where have you worry. been? <laughs> And it's kind of defensive. <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, I mean, rightfully so. But he's like, yeah. he brings up the the Saint Cloud. St- well, he doesn't. He doesn't name Saint Cloud st- or Saint Paul State. Excuse me. Yeah. Saint Saint Cloud State is an actual university in Minnesota, so I don't yeah. want to mix that up. Saint Paul State, where Bombay coached. He brings up that. He brings up the fact that once Bombay stopped coaching, that he cut. He, he fell off the he Fell off the earth because yeah. classic, classic prideful Bombay. When one thing doesn't go his way, he shuts everybody off from his life like a fucking yeah. maniac. He shuts it completely great, down. Great coping mechanisms. Fantastic. <laughs> Bombay is is who you want as a coach, not as your moral compass. Always, you know. I wonder. I wonder uh, if he's. I wonder if he's drinking again. They haven't showed him drinking, but I bet you he's fucking drinking. Or he was. Uh, no, he's he's actually not because in when when we get to the reunion, um, there were some waters. And there were some beers, and Bombay was one of the waters that toasted. Okay, that's good. Yep. Good for him. Stay, yep. stay, staying on the wagon, right? Staying on the off, wagon. Staying off the wagon. Well, no, because you fall off the wagon. Isn't that what they oh, yeah. say when when yeah, you start drinking again? Right. So he's still that's on right. the wagon. Yeah. So he's on the on, he's he's wagoning it. This is you know what? I'd rather just be off the chain. I'd rather be off the hook. It's off the hook that I'd rather be. <laughs> so anyways, Fulton Bombay, he's like, hey, we're meeting at Twin City Slice. Be there, be square, because as we know, ducks fly together. Yes. Yep. We get the call back. And and Fulton mentions that a bunch of people are coming into town. Yeah. A bunch of old ducks coming into town for the for the gala. This is the moment we have been waiting for. The payoff. Yes. The the main reason Goose, that most goosebumps. of us have watched this show. Goosebumps. Or should I say duck bumps all over this episode? 
<laughs> no, I, I just, I, I, there were so many moments, so many instances when, when there was, there was opportunity for quacking. So, so then we, so then we cut seed, great introduction. It got us jazzed up for the reunion. And we, and I, I love, I love that. It's that Fulton's the, the, the first one he meets. It, it's, it's, well, it's, I mean, it's very fitting. And I love that he's Ful- got, Fulton, Fulton salt of the earth guy that he is construction worker, blue collar job, staying at home, yeah. you know, I like, Fulton, I like all of it. I love it. Ful- makes, it makes perfect Fulton, sense. Fulton had blue collar town. He written all over him through those first few mm-hmm. movies. And I loved it as well. Like he's, he is salt of the earth. Midwestern boy right there. Yeah. And, you know, they had to start it out with him because out of everyone, um, he had the best acting chops out there. You know, he had, he the, had, most, the, he most had the best acting chops. And he also has outside of Charlie, he has the closest throughout the movies. He has the closest bond to Bombay throughout those yeah. movies. He's that's true. He's Bombay's number two right behind Charlie. And, and just like, Josh Jackson is probably number two. Connie is a close third for successful movie careers post-Ducks. I would say Joshua Jackson has, has, has had way more success than Fulton. Yeah, well, that's what he's number two. Oh, okay. My, my apologies. I thought, I thought you were saying Josh was number two. No, Josh won. Yeah, Josh won. Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Did you ever see what was it, the, the horror movie he did called Shudder? That's fantastic. No. Wasn't he? In, he was in uh, Little Fires Everywhere. Did you watch that? No, I didn't. It's, a, it's on Hulu with Reese Witherspoon and Carrie Washington. Oh, that's supposed to be really good. It is really good. And Joshua was, Joshua was in that. He plays Reese Witherspoon's husband. Kills it. It just crushed it. Kills it. Josh for sure has the biggest acting chops. But uh, yeah, second would probably be Fulton. Maybe Fulton, Connie, a tie. Because um, Connie's done a bunch of. TV roles, you know, she's been a, a regular in a bunch of a bunch of shows. What Hot American Summer, Parenthood. Yeah. I think she was in Grey's Anatomy, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah she's been killing it. Um, but yeah, so we we got to tease. We're ready, but now we cut scene. And are you ready, Brandon, for the celebration of the first win of the Don't Bother? Yeah, we're watching film again, studying the tape. Always studying the studying tape. The these tape. Don't bothers. Although I will it's, say, every time it's, they're, it's a mental game. Yeah, it's but a mental game. Every, every time they're studying tape, Alex is nowhere to be found. She's a terrible coach. Well, listen, she she may be hyper present as a parent, but she is an absentee coach, and it's it's you hate to see it, folks. You do hate to see it because we're <laughs> starting to root for Alex, but she has let the don't bothers down. They're, they're going a little rogue, and you can feel it. But listen, they know how to party. They're throwing down on some candy pancakes, Brandon. Yes. Did candy, you see they got some no, gummy worms, not, some Kit Kat not two pa- No two pancakes are the same, Heath. <laughs> wow. It's unicorn wild, wild, pancakes. Wild card pancakes. Unicorn pancakes. These, these are amazing. Like, I mean, listen, that Kit Kat pancake that they described, sign me up. I'm Kit, Kat, for it. Kit Kat gummy worm. Okay, I don't know about that. Yeah, well, that was that was the pancake your 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 girl Lauren got was Kit Kat gummy worm. Well, that's no and, surprise. And, like, that's, that's, and they're not she's a warrior. And they're not using plates. Logan just Logan's the one who's making the pancakes and putting yeah. just random candy in them, and he <laughs> takes it off the girl and just throws it at her. She just grabs it with her hand, and then, <laughs> no plates. It's, 
everything about that is amazing. Like what a great <laughs> don't bother celebration. I sign off on it. Get those candy kids. If you're out there listening to this parents, you know, end up on Brandon's parent corner because you, you let the kids throw down on some great candy pancakes. I'm all for the candy pancakes, especially Let's after a, to celebrate a win. Yeah. I, I'm all for, I, I should rephrase that. I'm all for the idea of candy unicorn pancakes. I don't know if they would taste that great though, but it would be a fun thing to try for sure. Oh, like, listen, if you, you gotta, you gotta bake them right. Like they want a little rogue with the gummy bears, but you get some nice like Kit Kats or, you know, maybe like a Hershey almond in your pancakes. Like I could get down on that. Ooh, I don't know about Hershey. I feel like a Hershey almond. That's too much crunch. You got right, dude. Have you that, pecans on your pancakes? Come on, son. Well, you'd have to cr- you'd have to like finely crush up the almond in order to get the same effect that you would with a pe- with a pecan pancake, and you can't you're not going to be able to do that when it's in a Hershey bar. You got to think these, you got to think these things through, Heath. You just imagine just, just imagine you are just just imagine biting on my dreams, dude. Just, just imagine biting into can't... a pancake, biting into a pancake, and getting a whole almond. Well, have you ever had a Hershey almond bar? They're not whole entire almonds. Yes, they are. <laughs> not whole. hundred percent are. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I need to do better at choosing my damn pancake candy. Yeah, is what we established. Do. You gotta, but, you gotta, you gotta keep in mind texture, Heath. It's very important. <laughs> Listen, we're not thinking texture with candy pancakes. We're thinking. You have possibilities. to. You have the to, possibilities. You have to weigh texture in. It's a key component. Don't put our candy pancakes in a box, Brandon. <laughs> Let us live. Let us be free. Let us fly. Okay. Sure. That's right. So, I, I got to let you, to take my own parenting advice. I got to let you make your own mistakes, Heath. You got to let me make my own mistakes with my own pancakes. But we're getting, Evan's getting this rundown. He, see, he seems like, you know, he's okay with the pancake party go, that's going down. But he's like, hey, guys, you know, we still... You know, Coach T has gotten in his head, and so yes, yeah, so well, because now, now he's he's desperate to make state. He wants he needs to make state, yeah. and and that's why he's like, hey guys, let's practice. And then all of a sudden, and then there's a, one of my favorite moments. Wait, who are these two guys? And Sophie, <laughs> Sophie's like, oh hey yeah, we just got these two kids. They're on the team, and Evan's trying to interact, and he's trying to say hi, and she's like, oh they they don't speak English. They're from the Czech Republic. Yeah, and then Nick Nick calls them the checkmates, which is a fantastic name. Fantastic. Throws it down. Shout out to Nick. He always comes the, through in the clutch the, for the us. The best part is Evan doesn't react to it. He just gives Nick a weird look, and Nick then tries to over-explain it. He's like, it's a, it's a, it's a chess move. Whatever, it's funny. You don't get it. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll, get, you, it'll get there. It'll yeah. get there. <laughs> um, and I, I love Evan's like sincerity. He's like, you know, with, with nine in a row, we have a shot at state. We have a real chance. <laughs> and everyone just looks at him like, oh, break okay. out laughing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like our goalie can't move. <laughs> yeah. It was what, a, what do you expect? Yeah. It was a statistical anomaly that we won the first game, Evan. Like, it, it actually, and then Nick comes through with another amazing line. He's like, listen, if you want nine more wins, you may as well just watch this bad boy nine more times <laughs> yeah. because that's how, that's the only way that's happening. And just shout out to Nick yet again, stealing the episode. He's our, he's our favorite character, you know, with, again, with coach T. And again, Stephanie. he's, he's only, 
he's only in this episode for a very small amount of time, but though he makes it count, he kills it. We need to free Nick in these episodes. We need to free Nick. He needs, we need, he needs some screen time. We, yeah, we need a full, like a just Nick episode is what we need. Just dive right. Nick, Paula, I forget the other mom's name. Let's just go. Let's, let's take a trip to the farmer's market with him. You know? Yeah. See, see how that goes. You know, and, and he brings Evan as a plus one where they seal their best friendship with Ooh, jams. With, with the handshake, with the secret yeah. handshake. With, a, with where they exchange jams that they bought for each other <laughs> at the farmer's market. <laughs> um, and so... But the, um, so before we move on, I want to talk about these two, these two random fucking check kids. <laughs> and I... Just have- just and I feel out of nowhere, no background story. I feel like we don't that, know if they've been signed up. Like, I, where I, I want ringers come from. And I feel like the, the sentence I just uttered and the tone of that sentence is going to be taken out of context. I have no problem with them being Czech. That's not the issue. Okay. I, I realize I said that a little poorly. I want to make it clear. I don't mind that. Some of the best hockey players that have ever played the game are from the Czech Republic. Yarmir Yager, Zdeno Chara. That's all I got right now, though. We love Yarmir Yager here on the podcast. Oh yes, he's he's big fans. He's he's the best. He's easily easily top five favorite. He's he for sure has the best hockey mullet ever. Look up if you're not familiar with Yarmir Yager, look up Yarmir Yager like '90s mullet. It's amazing, amazing. Makes Coach T look like a little baby. He's got nothing on my clear hair. But so so my but yeah but my problem is it's it's two random two random kids that they pull through they pull in halfway through the first season, and yeah. then you make it you make it so they don't speak English and they can't talk. So now we there's no chance we're ever gonna learn anything about these kids. They're just there for numbers. They're like it's pointless. Why even bring them into the show? Well, I think they realized halfway through the show that it was a very clear impossibility for this team to win any games with the people that they had on the team. Um, and so this means... Do you think they're going to play, though, or are they just going to be on the bench? Oh, yeah. We've solidified both the front and the back line. I'm sorry, Nick. You're going to be heading to the bench. Our, our boy, Nick the Stick, is probably going to be riding some serious pine. I feel like... You know, uh, Logan, you know, it, with his skating issues is probably also going to be taking the biggest hit for playing time with the with the two new checks coming in. So you think they're going to play? Because we don't do. see them. We don't we haven't seen in this episode. We don't see them actually do any any hockey related stuff. Right. No, they're just yeah. going to be filler. They're going to be filler. They're filler to fill out the bench. They need they, they needed them. At least give them lines, give them a personality. Don't just like, don't make a, like, I don't know. That was just the, I just don't get why, why you would bring two new characters in and then make them, make it so they can't talk. It was very random and, and weird. And we just moved on. And actually, that's true. It moved on real quick. It was like five second scene of them introducing and then boom, we're over it. At the end of the episode, when they came back, I actually forgot. I was like, who are these? Guys? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I totally forgot about these guys. They oh, I guess, I guess that is true. We do, we do see them do some hockey stuff because of the practice at yeah. the end. Yeah. But no, nothing memorable. Nothing memorable. No. Um, and, so, and so then we keep They, they can through. actually skate, though, right? I believe they can actually skate. Yeah, like is, these, are, these are real hockey players. 
dollars, and that's why they're well, on the team. That's maybe. why they're going to solidify the front. Just, be, just because this they're from the Czech Republic doesn't mean they play hockey. Heath. No, this isn't another Logan situation. They feel like they insinuated oh, no. that these guys can actually skate and play. Who was it that it was? It it was Sophie, right? Sophie found yeah. them, or they they found Sophie. One of the two. Yeah. Okay. If if so if Sophie Sophie says they're cool. Uh, I'll, I'll respect that. They got to. Yeah, be this isn't this isn't Coob bringing them in. And, oh and God, that would be for a, them. Be a fucking this nightmare. Is Sophie. Sophie knows what she's seeing. Okay. Okay. I'll I'll let it slide for now. Then hopefully, hopefully they can get past the they don't speak English thing, and hopefully we get. Granted, they you can definitely show personality and all that without them without them speaking English or like talking to the other kids. You could still get so hopefully we get some personality from them. We get a little more, you know. That the, I, I don't want them to just be two kids that we never hear from again that are just in the background of shots, you know? All you have to do is put them in a room with Nick, and it'll be gold. They'll, there will be plenty <laughs> of personality in that room. For I, honestly, I honestly would not be shocked if Nick uh, spoke Czech. This seems like something he might do. He's, he's, he, he has such diverse interests. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, so so after after we see uh, that kind of sets the tone for Evan though, like oh boy, is this what I want? I want to go to states. Yeah, uh, but then he's, we he's the, trying to figure out planted. if he wants to if he wants to win or if he wants to have fun. Yeah does it does he want to win 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 no matter what? Does he want to put his hands up in the air and, and have him stay there? We don't know, but we're gonna find out. Not even gonna acknowledge that. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> Crushing so that, it. So um, then it, it cuts to Alex Bombay. and Alex and Bombay in the office, and he's desperately searching for the invitation because he thinks maybe they maybe he just didn't maybe he did actually lose it in the mail. Just desperately rifling through mail. Yes, and we get some. We get some we gems. Get, we get we get a lot of information. A lot more information and confirmation about the ice palace we get full yeah. confirmation that bombay is living in the ice palace yes place of residence the the master suite in the basement um, yes he's got his, believe, his his place has 15 showers can't uh, beat that 14 but 14, who's counting apologies. um but he yeah i mean how can you say no to that he could get an epic waterfall effect uh for for his showers yeah that, that you can't yeah. compete against get a nice steam um, room going but yeah. they can't find it, and there's no way they're going to find it. Um, we we learned that in the state of Minnesota, the utility bills turn different colors the later they get. Yeah, that was an interesting fun fact. Yeah. Um, I, I wonder if that is actually true. It's got to be. Why why would they yeah. lie about that? Why would they? Lie why would they just that? throw that in there? Um, but so so we and then we know then, the ice palace is in trouble. We're, yeah, we're so, very late on utility. Oh, very late on utilities, and then Alex finds a thing from 2012, like a what's what what's the word Zillow person? What's the word I'm looking for? A uh, it was a it like an inspection. What's it called? What the fuck is it called? Uh, They well, they failed the inspection, and so they just called it inspection. Yeah, they failed the inspection, and what they found out is that there is structure damage that needs to be repaired well 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 back in 2012 there was yeah Bomb- these things- bombay, bombay does say you know so these things do have a tendency to fix themselves so by this time it's fully repaired structural damage gone 
Your kids Absolutely. are safe at the ice palace. Go, I love, go buy some cocoa. I love that he he got that in 2012, but he has proceeded to not only sleep in the base, sleep in the building, but sleep in the basement of a condemned building since 2012, and continue to rent it out to the public. Yeah, you know, like this is to, to the public, to kids, <laughs> to the children of Minnesota, and this so, is probably more irresponsible than him driving out on the ice in the first movie. Absolutely, letting these kids come into a <laughs> condemned building. This, well, I, actually, I, I I take the back. I don't I don't know if it's condemned. We we don't know the extent was, of the structural was, damage quite yet. If it was condemned, they would have kicked everybody out. Yeah, exactly. Unless, I don't know. They would have had to board it up. I I don't know anything about Minnesota. You know, building laws. Maybe they're if they condemn it, there's no way they would let them in. Uh, the the building, but Minnesota. If any place would do it, it's Minnesota. They've it, you know they love also, love buildings falling apart. It's their favorite thing. It also depends on what type of structural damage. Like you know, how messed up is the foundation of this building? Is is that what it is? Is it something with the pipes? Hopefully it's not like some kind of like rusted out pipes and they're drinking poison water. But, you know, we, we what we find out is that the ice palace is in even more dire straits than we initially anticipated. Like it's, it, we knew it was rough, but we didn't quite expect it to be this rough. Yes. Yeah, we did not think structural damage... And we we, for, we called the living yeah. there, though. We called that right yeah. away, and it was nice that he confirmed it. And, you know, shout out to him living on a couch in the ice palace. It's better honestly, than the box in the alley. Honestly, I if I was in his position, I would do the exact same thing. It's, you know, I don't have I don't have a I don't have a, a wife. I don't have a, a kid. I don't have any responsibilities outside of the ice palace. Why would I? Why would I pay another yeah. mortgage to, on top of all the debt that he has from this fucking ice palace? Just He's doing the financially money. responsible thing. I do not fault him for this at all. And yeah. Plus, I, I mean, I mean, granted now, cause he's like, you know, 50, 50, 55 years old, something like that. It's not that great of a look, but you know, early Bombay, you know, if you're in your mid twenties, living out of an ice palace that's that's a conversation starter you're you're yeah. the kid at the you bar could, you could you could and then you're coaching so yeah you're like hey why don't we go back to my place we can have a skate oh oh wait we're yeah or i was gonna say if you if you're dating hitting on the the hockey moms you know hey you want to come back to my place oh wait we're already at my place let me show you the master suite um <laughs> so we realized Bombay is a little bit of a disaster. Um, they they fully cement that fact in this episode, and then we have a cut scene. They do. They, there's another. Speaking of Bombay being a mess, there's a there's another scene later on. I forget exactly how far away it is. Oh, it's it's right after this next scene. So I'll wait till then to get to it. But go okay, ahead. So we we cut scene. We we see we come in and it's Stephanie's office and we see her watching her own interview, which is just the most Stephanie thing. Love it. Fully comes out like oh. And she points points at points out her own joke and then proceeds to laugh at it. (laughs) That's it. And and the person that's interviewing her is like, "You are youth hockey," and 
It's like, oh, please, you're too kind. And then let's, it's time for us to step out of our parkas and into our Prada. The worst. Beautiful. Oh Beautiful. my gosh. And then, like you said, she points it out to Alex and Alex is like, Oh, that is very funny. Oh yeah, the, the worst fake laugh I've ever seen in my Just entire life. Just a disaster. Life. And and so <laughs> we find out that, you know, last episode, we called it out. Stephanie smelt blood in the water. She was like, oh, Alex challenged me. She won. I have someone to compete against here. She's like, okay, she's still the same old Alex. I'm going to keep needling her and pushing her around. I'm the boss. Yeah, even though even though she built she beat me in the slap shot challenge, she's still not going to stand up for herself. So let's let's lean into it even more now because now we know we yeah, can get away exactly. With it. And she's the head of the planning committee. So yes. if if anyone head of if the planning anyone committee. didn't know, she is the head of the planning committee. <laughs> That's what she's doing. Um, and so and so yes. Alex calls her out. Right? She's like, oh, speaking of the. The gala, you know, uh, what's what's up with Bombay's invite? How come he's not coming? He's the heart of the ducks. And Stephanie lets her know we're we're done with Bombay. We're on to Coach T. It's not necessary. We want to we want to remember our heroes at their peak. He's he's not the best of the yeah. ducks. Never, never meet your yeah. heroes. Yeah. Great advice. Honestly, we talked about it. I think it, it was it last was. episode. Never and so that's what Stephanie is protecting people from. She's protecting them from Bombay not being at his pinnacle. You know, he is a long ways from the air Bombays. Yes, exactly. He's those air Bombays are a, a distant memory at this point. Yeah. And and then I love that Alex kind of pushes back a little bit. And she's like, oh, come on, Bombay. And and Stephanie just kind of shuts her down. It's like, well, thank you for your feedback. <laughs> thank you for your feedback. I have that written down. It's a great fucking line. <laughs> thank you great for, line. Thank you for your feedback. And then we get into like some real juicy juiciness where a cargo vessel sinks. It goes missing <laughs> in the ocean. And there are 372 duck sweatpants that have been lost at sea. The travesty. Yep. <laughs> and, and so Stephanie turns around. It's like, Alex, hey, this is perfect. My, my, my favorite person. I just have a teensy favor. Some slap shot revenge. Yep. Just, just a little teensy and, favor. Well, teensy fans. It's like 372 teensy favors. Yes, because she wants Alex to buy 372 new pairs Matching of sweatpants. sweatpants. Matching sweatpants. Find a screen yeah. printer, in the, in a local screen printer, have them print the Ducks logo on it, and then bring yeah. it to the gala. Gala. I'm gonna do and that every time. she does it. And she, she's like, she, she pushes back she, initially. She tries, she tries to fight it first, but then classic Alex, yeah. she rolls over. And so now she has a new assignment. She is out to find some sweatpants for Stephanie. And she, she does find them. She finds them, and then she <laughs> piles them all into her car, which I think was, it was a tiny little, like, uh, it was like a Prius, but not really a Prius. And she, so she heads over to, with all 372 things in her car, she heads over to the Ice Palace to talk with Bombay. Yeah. And that's when we get 
so I love this scene because <laughs> so Bombay's getting ready to go meet the 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 ducks that are coming into town at, yeah. at the pizza place with Fulton. Yeah. So he's going to meet there. And so <laughs> Bombay decides he's going to dress up. And you know what he wait, wears? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Up when he gets fancy. A button down. But before before this all goes down, not only we forgot that. Evan's at practice. Evan hits. Oh, yeah. Evan, Evan, Evan goes to ducks practice. They, they, they gas him up at practice. Coach T is laying oh, yeah. Coach it T on thick yes. at practice. Like he is... He is gassing him up, giving you know, but they're recording it too. That's the big thing that happens at practice is that Stephanie's yeah, Ru- twin daughter is recording Evan participating. Her name's her name's Ruby. Okay, Ruby. put some respect on the name. Dang it. Okay. okay, Ruby is recording Evan during the practice, and then Coach T invites Evan to the Spirit of the Ducks because Evan's still like, "Hey, great practice, had fun. No, thank you, Coach T. You know what, Evan?" Mm-hmm. Don't say that just yet. Why don't you come to the Spirit of the Ducks? It's going to be excellent. Yes. Okay. So now, and cut scene. Now we're back. Bombay yeah, before dressed you, up. Before you rudely interrupted Before me. I rudely interrupted you, had to get everyone up to speed. Bombay dressed up, looking fly as hell. Brandon, break it down. Bombay, what's he doing? So he's dressing up to go meet the Ducks. And what does he dress up with? to it when he's trying to be fancy which is like this is a complete 180 from the bombay we know from the first movies and even air bombay because he was a lawyer he's always in a suit he's real fancy fancied up but now how far bombay has fallen is he has come into my my fashion world where when he needs to get dressed up he throws on a button-up flannel t-shirt tucks it into his jeans with his freaking work boots on and then puts just the the meekest looking coat over it and he calls he he's ready to go he's 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 ready for a night on the town he is absolutely killing it um with and honestly he looks he looks fucking fantastic i don't know if we've touched on i don't know if we touched on this but emilio emilio both emilio and lauren graham look fantastic they look great emilio is he looks exactly he looks and sounds exactly like his dad now. It's like the older he gets, the more he 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 looks and sounds like his dad, and I love it. That um, his dad is his dad's Martin Sheen for for anybody that didn't know Martin Sheen, and, great and actor I as lo- well. I love that Alex is just like roasting him about looking put together for the first yes, time too. Yeah. Much. She's just she's just needling him, which is, is so perfect. It's exactly it's, it's exactly what my friends do when I put on a, a button up flannel t shirt. They're like, "Oh, where are you going, fancy pants?" <laughs> and 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 I also like uh, when she comes in there. She's like, "Okay, so I have to." I talked to Stephanie about you coming to the. Uh, to the to the ducks gala and, and, he, she and tells him, like she tells him exactly what she says which is yeah. i mean some some bedside manner here alex you you know this this dude is living in the ice palace he's hanging on by a fucking thread and you're yeah. gonna you're gonna tell him exactly what stephanie said just absolutely throws it down my favorite before she does that though she's like well stephanie said she's stupid yes <laughs> She should have just left it at that, like honestly. Yeah, yeah, and just you're right. Like soften the blow, little yes. bit of EQ. Like for for all the time that they spent breaking the ice instead of skating on the ice, 
not a lot of emotional intelligence was gained by Alex that day because she came in here way too hot with a very fragile Bombay. Like you said, he's holding on by a threat. He is living in a building that could collapse upon him at any second, you know, <laughs> depending on how severe the structural damage is, and then renting it out to the youth of Minnesota. I mean, this guy is holding on by a thread, and she just comes in hot, yep. throws it down. Hey, you're not and, a good representation of the ducks anymore. So they don't and like and right before he's going to meet other ducks. Like he he even yeah. says he even says like when she first gets here she's he's like I'm going to meet the ducks I'm super excited because the best times of my life have been with these kids and yeah. then she so he just, was riding high then she just fucking rips his heart out yeah and of course he acted the way he did when he was there because he just got kicked in the nuts yep. right before he went and met them like not just like he got kicked in the nuts by Adam Vinatieri before he went and met the Ducks. And it's just, you know, he's not feeling good right now about life or things. And it was just a real shit move by Alex. She could have waited and called him the next day. Yeah, yeah. He saw him looking good. She didn't need to drive there. Yeah, he he, he saw he was meeting the Ducks. You drove there. So it's like, hey, you know what? I'm going to pump the brakes on this. It looks like he wants to go have fun. I'm going to let him go have some fun and just tell him I found out Oh, hey, just talk to Stephanie. I'm so sorry. She doesn't like you anymore. Stephanie's the worst. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Yeah. Say it like that. Boom. Done. Easy. Yep. Not no feeling heartache. bad. Yep. Yeah. Doesn't make the death yeah. of old ducks feel bad. Yeah. Doesn't ruin the guy's night. Yeah. Doesn't it's ruin a- the guy's night who then goes on to ruin five other people's nights. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's exactly what happened. So we cut scene and we, we the excitement is here, Brandon. Here we yes. are. Yes. It full- quack, 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 quack. Go Ducks. They're back. They're back. And you even get right when Bombay walks in, he flings the door open and he asks where the hell District 5 is. Uh, and they, you know. And so we a get. Re- a resounding we're here. Yeah, We're right over it. here. And so we get the look at everybody, all, all the original ducks that come back. You have Holton, uh, of course. I do have to say for the District 5 joke, it didn't land with Kenny. Um, he was recruited in the second movie, but we will breeze past that. It was yeah, fun well, for him. Ken, yeah. So, so, yeah, Kenny, Kenny was there. He's, obviously, with them all. he's obviously not a District 5, you know, District 5 kid. He wasn't in the original movie. But what, what, are, you, what are you gonna say there? You, what you what know, else do you say? You, very, can't say very, you can't say where the ducks because he's he's currently embroiled in a hot rivalry between the Don't Bothers and the Ducks. That's he can't true. Come in with the ducks, you know that that is a good call out. Also, I do have to call out real quick before we completely move forward. Um, before this happened, we see the confrontation between Evan and his mom, where he comes in. Oh, right, Stephanie, right. Stephanie drops off all the bags and is like hey you're a duck now here you go and just piles on she yeah she says the she gives her more work says this isn't a favor anymore this is part of your volunteer hours which what the fuck are those for for hockey you know hockey parent volunteer hours get the fuck out of here with that insane and if then, my, and if then my, 
when my if my kids ever join a sport and they're like, oh yeah, since they're on the team, you have parent volunteer hours. I'd be like, okay, yeah. we're not on the team anymore. Yeah. So so yeah, Stephanie drops off the bag. The, the Edmund confrontation happens after the duck thing, but Stephanie drops off the bags, high fives her. Hey, we're on the same side again. Oh, that's, I forgot about the, the, the most awkward high five. <laughs> Just, gosh, she's the worst. I, I love that. Okay, and so now we're back to the Ducks. What's up, District 5? Bombay comes in hot, loving it. You know, we, we've got cheers, excitement. You know, Adam Banks is just ecstatic. You can see the joy Banksy. in yep. his eyes when you see when, when Bombay comes in. Uh, you know, it was just, it was great. The, yes. the crew together, they're back yep. together we, again. So we see, we see Fulton's there, obviously, because he was in the beginning. And like you mentioned, Kenny, Kenny Wu's there. Banks, yep. you get yep. Averman. And then yes. you have uh, my boy, Gee, and then, of yep. course, Connie is there yep. as well. And we, we find out that Gee and Connie, still together, rock yeah, strong, yeah. married, three kids, although Gee says it feels like seven. Yeah. He, I, we, I love how I he love could use, that he could benefit. Too. He could definitely benefit from listening to Parent Corner with uh, Parenting with- Corner with Brandon. Absolutely. But I love that dynamic. You know, Connie's crushing it. She's a state senator. Gee is killing the game. Stay at home, dad. Oh, living the dream. Seven dude. kids, you know, just living absolutely the dream. living that's the my, dream. That's my dream. That's my goal. Oh, yeah. Come on. Especially if you're married to Connie. Like, yeah. That was, that was every, every, every kid's childhood dream growing up was to marry Connie. Absolutely. And then um, one of one of my other favorite moments was Averman. Uh, they got him talking <laughs> like the Averman. Like that was that is such yeah. an underrated part in the first movie on the very first moment when they're playing hockey. He just completely <laughs> stops playing, stops and starts calling the game. The Jessmeister passes it to the Cartman, gets it to the Conway. Do you still talk like that? No, no. I, did, I thought that was it. I thought yeah, that was he was really like, good. no, I was, like, I was, really I was well doing it because I, lo- I know you loved it so much. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> you no, loved it, coach. Yeah, it's, no, Bob, I love Bombay's response. He says something like, "We remember that time very differently," or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and then that he was, and then he calls Aver, awesome. he call later on he calls Averman annoying. <laughs> yeah, because every like every team has an Aver. You know, like oh, yeah. every team has their own version of an Averman yeah. where everybody the, loves him, but the, the annoying little goofball. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's just the, he's just the goofy guy, and you but you love bringing him along. Um, <laughs> I also did you catch the where they threw the sticks down, tossed yes. the gloves, and pulled the jersey over the yes. head? With, you get a you get a great, Reed and Kenny Wu fighting. Yeah, a great Bass Bass Brothers, Brothers reunion. Yes, yes, because because on on the wall of the Twin Cities slice, yeah. you have photos of all the original duck. So there's a photo of Gee and Connie in from the first movie where there's I think they were sitting on the bench together. Yeah, there's a picture of Averman. I forget what movie, what picture that was. And then there's a picture of uh, Fulton from the second movie where he's wearing the Team USA jersey. And that's yeah. when he that's when he turns around and goes, "God dang, I miss fighting in hockey so much." Yeah. And then Kenny Wu comes up and does the the whole routine, the Bash Brothers routine from the second yeah. movie. Stick Sticks. shirt or stick glove shirt. I forget the the exact phrase. Sure. Yeah. yeah, it's sticks. 
Because he, you drop the stick, you throw the gloves in the in the stomach to kind of like catch him, and then you uh, pull the shirt up. Yeah, over. tarps off, boys. Tarps off. Tarps off. But yeah, so that was great. And then so that there was a, yeah, just a bunch of nostalgia right there, right out the get go for it. It's fantastic. Yeah. And then then it cuts to what does it go after that? This is this is where it goes to Evan walks into the door. Oh wait, and wait, Alex oh, yes. is well, before before we hit that though. I do want to I do want to say I love oh because we get we have the whole ducks Bombay blow up confrontation. We gotta talk about that. Well, no, that's that's after the after the the. Oh, Evan that's thing. after this. Oh, but, okay. But I will say the I loved the the music choice for when Bombay is coming into the twin slices. It was playing. These are the days. Great great song choice. <laughs> It's the subliminal messaging. I, I love it. Okay, so yeah, that's right. That's right. Because it, it, it cuts back, but it, it cuts over. Evan walks in. Alex is piecing together all of these insane gift bags. Yes, that well. So that was the the additional work that Stephanie gave her was not only yeah. do you have to finish the sweatpants, but then build the gift bags that are that the sweatpants are a part of. Yeah, you know. Um, and you know the whole time, like how does she not just want to throw one of those gift bags at him when he walks in the door? Like that's his well, fault. Well, yeah. It's his and, fault that she's doing all this. And this is when she realized, well, Stephanie brings it up that Evan went to the practice, the Ducks practice. She had no idea yeah. that he did that. He went rogue. So this is the first time she's finding about, about Brute. Yeah. Yep. She's, she's finding about the betrayal while she's getting work dumped on her. So not yeah. not a great not a great night for for Alex, but she is she's pounding the red wine. She's getting through it. She's putting these gift yeah. bags together because and and she's but, she's honestly she's she, uh, a part of Br- Br- parenting corner with Brandon. She does a great job, I think, in this scenario because Alex because Evan goes up, she confronts Evan and she's like, "Hey, I'm a look at me. I'm putting gift bags together because I'm part of the Ducks now. Why am I a part of the Ducks again, Evan?" Yes. <laughs> Did you not see what I did to the coach? Yeah. <laughs> you don't bother, sir. Like, what the fuck, Evan? That was just five episodes ago. <laughs> yes. And so then Evan comes to her and he's like, I don't know what to do. They want me to join the Ducks again. Should I join the Ducks again or should I stay with the Don't Bothers? And El- I can Alex. Get a scholarship. Sco- yeah. He's like, I can, I get can a scholarship. play for real again. I know how hard being a single mom is. Coach T told me all about it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you it's know, hard for you out here yeah and he he essentially asked her for advice he's like yeah. what sh- he's like what should i do be be my mom and tell me what to do and she does a brilliant parenting move where she goes i know what you should do but i'm not going to tell you you got to figure this out on your own you know i i yeah. trust that you're going to make this right the right decision and yeah. i love the exchange because evan is basically like well fuck you then um, he, says, yeah. he says it much nicer, but he's like, well, you got please help me out. And she still refuses to. So then he gets up mad, walks up to his room and she shouts at him while he's walking up the stairs. Love you. And he responds back. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Very Han Solo of him. You yeah. know, I love you. I know. But yeah. So I thought that was, she, she redeemed herself a little bit with, uh, her, she redeemed her parenting skills with, the, with yeah. this interaction, I believe, you know, two, two thumbs way up a plus grade from Brandon's parenting corner for Alex on this yes. episode. We don't grade Crush on, it. we don't grade on thumbs up though. We grade, uh, okay. it's, uh, I don't know. I'll work on the grading scale. It's like, it's like a, like a, if it was it. a thumbs up, like five thumbs up would be an A one thumbs up would be an F. No, we, we, 
I don't know what our scale is made up of, but I know it goes from negative two to 7.5. Okay. That makes, that makes sense. Yeah. It's real. <laughs> Um, all right, so then then we cut scene. We're back at uh, we're back at the pizza parlor. We've, we're talking about what everyone's up to. What's everybody up to? What's going on? We find out that Banks is a public defender because he found out from an early age. You know, want to you want to work for the for the underdogs? Get a, yeah, fight for the good guys. Yep, we got to be the good guys. Um, that's where we get Connie, the state senator, Gee, stay at home dad. They're mm-hmm. crushing it. But they're disappointed. They're not mad. They're not mad. But they're disappointed that Bombay did not show up and ignored their wedding invite. What's yep. up with that? Yep. And didn't they- even get a card in the mail. Like, dude, Bombay, you got to send them twenty bucks, fifty bucks in the mail if you're not going to go to the wedding. Just send them a See, card is, with some money. This is where I, I have sympathy for for Bombay. Where Bombay, as just like with his fancy outfit. You know, I feel like me and Bombay vibe in this scenario. There's many, many weddings that I have uh, not res- invitations that I have not responded to. So I get, I get where he's coming from. Well, it was, it, it, I, I will say that it's not done maliciously. You know, me and Bombay are not doing this. At, we're not, we're not doing this out of spite. We're just the worst people, and we're lazy, and we're we we, we lack any no. sort of any sort of follow through. No, that's fair because like when like we we've moved around a whole bunch, so our friends are in different places, and it's hard to travel back for weddings. He's in the same state. He's down. He's he's like twenty minutes away. Yeah, that, that's that's the issue that I have. He's like twenty minutes away. He's not he's not three time zones away. <laughs> I mean, I have I have not responded to a couple a couple local wedding invites as well. It just you know it gets lost. Right, well, it gets, the new it the gets lost in the shuffle. <laughs> And I, I, yeah, I, I fully, I fully own that. Me and Bombay are for sure the worst, but you know, life, life oh, happens. Heath, life happens. We, we also can't forget that we have Averman just dropping the hint that he's cruising in a limo to work every day. Yeah, that's it though. They, doesn't yeah. doesn't give doesn't divulge any more <laughs> than that. He's playing it cool. They and, ask him, they ask him what he's up to, and he says, "I take a limo to work every day," and then leaves it at that. No yeah. other, no other explanation. Mm-hmm. Did did they nothing did, more? Did they let Kenny say what he did? I don't think we touched on Kenny. No, I don't think they. I don't God think Kenny it. talks about what he what he does. Um, but I, because I, I they move Kenny over to they move over to Connie and Gee, and they start calling him out for ducking stuff, yeah. and they start asking great, him. Great term. Great term. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're, he's ducking them. No, no pun intended. <laughs> None at all, and and he, but he's too proud to say he's not invited. Of course, right? Like he's ashamed that he didn't get invited, and he doesn't well, yes. want to tell the ducks because the they're, they're asking him why he's not going. Like this is the twenty fifth anniversary. You are the ducks. Why are you not going? And and Banks has a great line. He's like, "Hey, does it is it what's is it what's it going to take? Another criminal court order for you to spend time Con- with us?" Connie says that. Connie says that. Oh, does Connie say that? Connie oh, has a great line. Banks. No. And um, then, yeah. Now B- Banks, and then, B- and then Banks Fulton talks about, hits. yeah. Well, Banks talks about him being Bombay acting like he's too good for everybody. He says, "You, yeah. you know, you've been acting. What are you too good for us, or something like that?" And then that's when Connie hits with the court order line, and yeah. then Fulton comes and in. Don't tell me Charlie was right. Boom. Whoa. Hidden, hidden where it hurts. And Bombay dropped a bomb. Bombay's shocked at this. 
So you can tell yeah. you you can tell by his reaction that he doesn't know that Charlie is not a fan of him anymore, <laughs> which yeah. which just speaks He's, to the just the just the the narcissistic the Bombay, where yeah, yeah where he just he had one little mishap at the college and then just out of pride or embarrassment just shut everybody out. Yeah, just, and 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 Charlie says, "Why should why should he show up?" If Bombay never shows up for them. Exactly. Because I guarantee you, Charlie sent, just like Connie and Gee, Charlie sent Bombay so many fucking letters, probably called him so many yeah. times, and Bombay's not answering yeah. any of them. You going to this? What's going on? You used to bang my mom, dude. We used to be tight. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Not he, was like a, he was like a father. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, you can see, I, I mean, it's just such a, another, another parenting corner with Brandon if any kids are listening, I'm going to parent you right now. This is, this is the exact opposite yeah. way that you should handle rejection or failure and, or any kind of embarrassment is to just shut everybody out. That's not the way to go. It's a terrible coping mechanism. In. Yes. Talk, talk Your about people things. are there for you. Talk about things. That's the greatest advice that I can give anybody is just talk about stuff. <laughs> Don't Your, bury Your people are here for you. Yes. Otherwise, otherwise you'll end up a grumpy old man like myself, and no one wants that. You don't want to be an old codger at 35. No, you're going to end up sleeping in the basement of a condemned building just waiting to die. Yeah, and heart attack at 55. Yep. So don't do it. Don't do it. So, so, so but then, you know, they're going back and forth. Bombay does the Bombay move. He shuts it down. Peace. I'm out exactly. of here. Yes, yes. He's out. Because he does, he does, again, his fucking pride, he doesn't want to let them know that he wasn't invited, no. so he just starts being an asshole. Yeah, and all he had to do was say, you know what, guys? It's It sucks, man. It really sucks, but the ducks have changed, and unfortunately, they don't see me as part of this change anymore, so I'm, they, I didn't get invited. And you know what? They would have backed him a thousand because oh, uh, he saw it in the end. Yeah. You know, just be real with your friends there, man. And and yeah. they got your back. And so that was that was a great life lesson. And he should have just came because it's all about messaging. He could have messaged that just fine and they would have digested it, accepted mm-hmm. it, and moved on from it. Exactly. Yeah. And become it and become solution oriented. Exactly. There's, so there's, anyways, there's no way they would have thought less of him if if he would have been like, I wasn't invited. It's not they don't no. give a shit about that, you know? It's not a no. They would have been perfectly, like you said, they would have stood up for him. It would have been, it would have been perfectly fine instead of shutting everybody off and just being an asshole to him. Yeah. And so, so we get the, the, the former Ducks drama leading into something big and we cut scene. We're back to school, hanging out at the yard. Um, we have Logan who is distraught and Logan oh, he's ha- having thought, a bad hair day. Just never thought it could happen to him. And let me tell you something real quick, Logan. Your bad hair day is a great hair day for others. So you better shut the fuck up and just enjoy that <laughs> hair while you have it, my friend. Don't even talk to me about that hair, sir. No, <laughs> I'm, ki- I'm kidding. Uh, you know, so Logan's having a bad day. Didn't think it could happen to him. Um, Nick has another great line. Listen, Logan, if that's your bad hair day, it looks simply stunning. Yes. Logan just uh, ever, killing the hair game. Ever supportive Nick, you know, coming in clutch for his friends. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
He's, he's supportive, and I, and I support him being so supportive. But then we see in our periphery, we've got the twins lurking. Yep. Stephanie's twins, they're lurking in the background. Double trouble, as I like to call them. Yep. Oh, yes. <laughs> Little double trouble there for sure. I bet they are hellions, though, um, to handle, because they probably have all of Stephanie's attitude and all of oh, yeah. Clark's douchebaggery. So, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not a fun house. No, definitely not. <laughs> and, and so Evan, Evan locks eyes with them. Um, and he's like, Oh, Hey, I've got to, I've got to go. I've got to throw this bottle. And, and Nick has another great line. Hey, thanks for the update on the bottle, Evan, this guy, <laughs> you know, they're best buds now. That's what you do with your best buds. You rouse them, yeah, yeah. you know, you kind of, you rouse them a little bit, get them going, a little repartee, <laughs> but uh, Evan isn't buying it because he's nervous. Okay. Um, and so he gets over there and uh, Ruby, I believe he said her name was uh, yes, Ruby, Ruby, Ruby and Trevor. Hey, mom's got a party bus, I believe it was, uh, to go to the event. Are you coming? And so Evan, we find out, Evan gets added back in to the group chat, the Ducks team group chat. Ruby and uh, and Trevor uh, added back in. If you're you're on the team, you're in the friends group. If you're not on the team, you're out of the friends group. You're out. I mean, and they're playing Evan – like just like Coach T, like Coach T coached them on how to play Evan. Right oh, you! They did it. You. It's perfect. definitely. It's definitely a concerted effort. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and so because they're like, yeah, that was really uncool. Um, but their mom has a stick ride to the event. You should come to us. Um, okay, cool. I'll, I'll check it out. And then he kind of like, yeah, 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 cool, 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 cool. We'll we'll talk soon. And kind of tries to shoo them away a little bit. Yes, because it's out out on the the I guess the playground I guess or yeah. whatever, like like you mentioned, and so yeah, everybody's within eye shot of and each other. Watching. So he's trying he's he's trying to talk to the ducks without talking to the ducks, you know that kind of thing. Yeah, and so he goes back. <clears throat> Sophie lies to Sophie and the team outright lies to their faces and tells them, "Oh no, they were giving me a hard time." Yep. When really he was invited to the spirit of the ducks. And then the team starts mean mugging uh, Trevor and Ruby. And he's like, Hey, yes, you guys want to throw they're, down? They're, st- <laughs> they're sticking up for Evan because Evan just told them they were being dicks to him. Yeah. So great teammates, great teammates. Listen, the duck bothers. You want them to have your back. Those are true friends. They're not, they're, they're thick and thin. You know, Evan could learn exactly. a thing or two being the thick little shit that he is. Oh yeah. Yeah, everybody could learn a lot from from Nick. <laughs> Nick, if if you if you ever find yourself a friend like Nick, you hold on to that. You just you hold on tight. But they did back down instantly as soon as things were going to throw down. So that's that's true. They 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 had the spirit, but not the uh, not the no. muscle. And and that's okay because they know who <laughs> they are. <laughs> they're not gonna they're not gonna <laughs> outstretch themselves, and that's smart. That shows intelligence. You know, they're gonna be a, they exactly. don't. Don't start a fight. You know, you can't win. Exactly. They may not be the most physically gifted team, but you know what? They're going to make it up with that mind, that, that, that hockey know-how. Now that they know how to skate, mostly. Yeah, but some of them. Kuban and Logan still do not. Um, I even – so I even – speaking of Coop not knowing how to skate, there's this <laughs> – the practice at the end of the episode 
when um, they're like getting off the bench and everybody kind of gets off and skates away. Coop walks. He gets on the ice and walks across the ice. Yeah. I was like, the motherfucker still doesn't know how to skate. Yeah. That's, God we, damn it, Coop. God have, damn it. I, I, that's, that's at the end. We'll get to it because we had some, we had some good moments in the skateaways, you know, like the skate yeah. when they all individually, it was like, it was like in Rudy when they all went to the coach's office and they turned <laughs> in their jerseys. Like yeah. you're not kicking Rudy Rudiger off the team. He carried Frodo to fucking Mount Doom. Um, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but but we we did see a little bit of that so so we got some more background in what is going to be some drama between Evan and the Don't Bothers. We're seeing it. We're yes. feeling. Um, yeah. And then we we cut to the gala, and oh boy! No 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 no. We no? before that before that we cut to there's one more scene with Evan and Bombay. Evan goes right. to the. So Evan comes back, comes to the ice palace. He got zero help yeah. from his mom. So now he's looking for help from Bombay. That's right. And That's right. I, this is, this is a great Easter egg scene as well, because when he, when Evan shows up to the ice palace, Bombay is sharpening skates yep. and he comes up to Bombay and is, is getting advice from Bombay while he's sharpening skates, which is exactly what Bombay did with Hans. Anytime yeah. you needed a uh, advice from Hans or Jans, they were sharpening skates. Yep. And th- this, this is when you run nice. And this is when you find out that the ice palace has the skate sharpening um, machine in the, in the kitchen, <laughs> right behind the snack bar. <laughs> Listen, they're just surviving out there. You know, it's, it's, we, we had a pandemic. They're just hey, out there trying to survive. I'm, I'm sure it was originally in the basement. And then once Bombay moved in, he had to move it upstairs. You know, you don't, you don't want to sleep by the, the skate sharpening machine. That's too dangerous. Yeah, he- you don't well. You don't want to sleep where you work. It's exactly. just you know you gotta, exactly. gotta separate the office. <laughs> you gotta separate the office. Um, yes. But, but, so, but and then, trying but, and, to, and, and Bombay gives great advice. No, no, looking, no, he does know? not. Bombay gives the worst advice. Listen, you gotta take he's... care of yourself because no <laughs> one else gives a shit about you, kid. No one cares about you. So take care of yourself. That's smart. Uh, no one cares about you. It's, okay, it's, it's, the worst, it's, it's layered. It's layered. It's the worst <laughs> advice to give to a kid. The worst but, advice. No, in, in no way. In, in today's modern age where, where you know, like everything is selfies and they think that the, this, the world cares about what they're doing. No one cares. I'm telling you right now, no one cares. Move on. It's not a big deal. The, no, 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 no. That's not. That's not his. That's not the advice he gives. He doesn't give. It's no big deal. It doesn't matter. He says. He says his advice is fuck everybody because they're all assholes. Do do what you want to do. That's the advice he gives because he's yeah, still everyone. Everyone sucks. Look out for you. Do what you need to do to take care of yourself. Just no one else cares. That's the worst. The worst advice. Hans and Jans are rolling over in their grave at that advice that he gave while sharpening skates. They're fucking furious. No, and to, to be this, all, this is this is this is where this is where he should have found Winnie. He needed to find Winnie. Winnie would have gave him the guiding light. Would have told him exactly what to do. You know, Bombay gave him the 
other avenue and to really press Evan to make the right choice. No, I'm kidding. He, he, they, it really I was mean, terrible advice. I, I don't pissed and he lashed out, but that's a Bombay move. He does that. He does that every time. Like oh, yeah, yeah. when Bombay is in a dark place, he brings everyone down there with him. Yep. It was so yeah. such angry, bad advice that Evan kind of goes, Oh, okay. <laughs> maybe I should, <laughs> maybe I should actually yeah, care about people and stick, stick with the don't bothers. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Because it's so it's so aggressive. But he also, but also Evan also finds out that Bombay didn't get invited, and and so he yeah, kind of like because Bombay Bombay lets it out, and so Evan, you know, Evan probably picked up on like, oh, okay, he's he's in a he's in a weird place. Yeah, he's, he's in a weird place. He's he's been and, in a dark place this whole time. I've walked in on him eating leftover birthday cake in his office alone. Yeah. I, it's, Dude's it's okay. taking taking naps on his couch at three p.m. Just, yeah, he's, he's in a rough spot. Yeah, and and that's pretty obvious. So so Evan picks up on that. Um, yeah, and then and then gives the the I actually put a note in here gives the bad advice that you have to just look out for yourself. <laughs> yes. After that, though, we. But I wanted to, to play devil's advocate. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. I get it. Uh, so then it we cut to the gala, the, the gala, which looks awesome. It looks there's, like there's Stephanie a, did yes, it. It's uh, gorgeous. It looks good. There's balloons. There's yeah. an ice luge with the logo. Yeah, fantastic. It's gift bags. All the bells and whistles. You know the hors d'oeuvres are absolutely delightful too. Like the, I saw some sliders going yeah. around there. You know those are prime. Food, they food probably have like some nice point. like. If they open have, bar, if, probably. Had, oh, of course, open bar. That's a no-brainer. Maybe some bacon wrapped dates. Ooh, I Ooh, love some of those bacon wrapped okay, okay. dates. And that's how you know you made it with a little, maybe a little gorgonzola on the inside. <laughs> yeah. mm. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> but anyway, so the it looks amazing. The, and then uh, this was another God, Stephanie just absolutely crushed it in this episode because we we hear Stephanie with bullshit corporate speak um where she's giving like a typical kind of like networking story and she's like tell talking about um how the ship got lost at sea with all the ducks sweatpants and she's like i just like to sit and imagine all the fishies with their little ducks sweatpants on (laughs) god damn it stephanie you're the worst And then she walks by so after that little story she's walking by the gift bag area like showing people all around and she goes she goes, here's all the gift bags. I worked so hard on these. <laughs> and Alex right, right, right in front like, of Alex. Yeah, and, and Alex was supposed to be at the party because she's a mom, but it looked like she was just positioned at the gift bag station to hand them out. So she actually yeah. maybe didn't get invited to the party. She was working. Well, she yeah, it's part of her volunteer hours, Heath. You, you're able to come and enjoy the party, but you know you got to put those volunteer hours in. No, the it's, gift bags aren't going to hand themselves out, Heath. That's that's not what they. That do. is true, and you got to regulate. You can't you can't have uh, two pairs of sweatpants going to one person. They exactly. were hard enough to get anyways. Exactly. Now the fishies have a whole bunch. <laughs> and then and then we get to another amazing moment where we have uh, a cutout of Coach T. Yes. For folks to take pictures with, and Coach T is over there uh, with someone, and he's like, "Hey, no." Get get out of here! I need I need that's enough with you. I yeah, need one. Just just me just me in the cutout. Just me in the cutout of myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Coach T, just uh, all the Bardowskis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, 
And and so can't, can't uh, be yeah, taking and, 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 can't be taking photos with pheasants, Keith. You know. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Never again. And then and then we get the ducks rolling into this awesome event. Mm-hmm. And Banks delivers an excellent line where he's like, man, the ducks have become cake eaters. And Averman's like, ooh, throwback burn. <laughs> and then uh, it's either Guy or Connie, I think, that calls him the, the original cake eater. Guy. Guy. Yeah, Guy's like, you were the original cake eater, Banks. Yeah. And then Banks goes uh, taking a – I mean, I, I did the same exact thing that Banks did. He's, he says he hasn't had a piece of cake in 25 years. Yep. Same here. I I loved. I can't. I can't eat cake to this day because of this movie. That was one of my favorite interactions of (laughs) the of this episode. Just obviously, right? You know, it was that that interaction was made for this podcast. Yes. Uh, My boy Banks. I like to rock his jersey while we're calling this today. Rocking Throwback Ducks T-shirt, but usually the Banks jersey. Um, I love the cake eater throwback talk. It was just, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful yeah, yeah. moment. I, I gotta, uh, I gotta get on the, uh, the internet here. I gotta get a sound bite of that, cut it out and we'll, we can try to work that into the pod somewhere. The, the sound bite <laughs> of him calling the ducks cake eaters. The, yes. It was just, uh, it was, it was so, it was so amazing. Um, and then, and then uh, coach T asked the ducks if they want to pick with them. Yes, he comes. Yeah, he comes up. He's like, "Oh, hey, <laughs> the original ducks." <laughs> and they you all guys want a picture with the, with not the. And they're like, "Oh, it's the cutout guy." Yeah, you guys want a picture with the real thing? And they're like, "No, we're yeah. okay." Hard pass. <laughs> and they sh- they shut him down really quick. Um, and then and then we see Evan. He comes. He 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 comes through. You know, he's he's looking good. Evan comes through. Um, he sees. Coach, Coach T, and he's like, Coach T's like, Evan, I see you. You're excited. Evan doesn't beat around the bush. He's out. Yes. Hard, no, hard pass. He's thank out. You, thank Get you for your out. interest, but I'm going to take my talents elsewhere. Yeah, exactly. He's taking his talents to South Beach. To and South so, Minnesota. <laughs> and, and so – Coach T reacts in a very professional and very calm way by turning to the twins and putting a bounty on Evan's head. His, I don't know what that means because a, they've already played each other, but oh man. About, is a it bounty. school? Is it like a bounty? Is it well, a bounty we'll, at school we'll be, or is it a bounty for the games? I think I think it's so I think put it it's for the games normally. The bounty would be on the games. But in this context, I think what he what initially what ended up, ends up happening is Ruby posts the photo on Instagram of Evan practicing with them. That's the that's essentially the bounty. Is he's like he's he essentially turns to them and goes, "Ruin this kid's fucking life for me, please." <laughs> no way. I'm going straight Saints bounty gate. Like he put a price on his head. Well, that, that's for Someone's sure. The- going to light that kid up. For sure, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, that's his exact words are. He turns, looks at Ruby, and goes, "Put a bounty on that kid's head," which is yeah, yeah. it's essentially the, it's the Saints. It's it's what the Hawks did with uh, with Banks. It's what Iceland did with the with Banks. You put the bounty yeah. on him. You go. You take him out. I did my job <laughs> exactly. Just good soldiers following orders. Take Keith. him out. 
And so, yeah, we've, we've got a bounty, but we get, we get commentary from Alex, who is d- definitely a very awkward individual. And she has a very awkward interaction with a stranger where she's celebrating her <laughs> yes. eavesdropping on her child's decision to make the right decision in the, in the end. Yes. <laughs> and, and so, and, and so we, we have that super awkward little interaction. And then Evan sees his heroes, the ducks. And this is actually pretty, pretty good too, where he's like super jazzed up to meet the ducks. Um, and, and he's like, Oh yeah, I Google, I Google your guys' names all the time. It's, it's because I'm a fan. It's not weird. And like the <laughs> Averman and everybody, they're like, it's a, it's a little weird, dude. Well, hey, Averman. <laughs> like, why are you Googling us? We're unsuccessful adults. Averman's into it though. Except he got it. A- Averman's into it. He looks at he looks at everybody else and he goes, "Oh, we got fans." <laughs> yeah, I just thought that was so good because, like, um, yeah, it, it's just like ev- that happens, right? Like, especially in like high school sports and stuff. That happened to me when I went back one time. Like, a kid was at the bar and he's like, "Oh, Heath, I remember when you played basketball." And I was like, "Jesus, I'm <laughs> fucking old." Um, but, but like that 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 really does happen. But it was good to see him. But then. <laughs> He drops the bomb to the ducks. They had no idea. And they realized they're like, oh my gosh, here we are just being ever so salty. You know, we may as well be McDonald's fries. We're that salty right now. And we're being salty to Bombay and for no reason. You yes. didn't get invited. Yes. Evan tells it's them. Fucked up. Well, Evan tells them, he's like, you guys need to go get Bombay. And they're like, absolutely not. The dude's a fucking dick. And he goes, and Evan yeah. goes, you know, it's, he is a dick for sure, obviously, but he's a dick. Have you ever talked to him recently? <laughs> but he's, he's, a, <laughs> he, he's a dick because he didn't get invited. And that's when they're like, oh, they, you know, they, that's when they, uh, like they would have, if he would, if Bombay would have told him that in the first place, they rally behind him. They're like, okay, let's go fucking cheer this guy up. Let's go get him. And so you get another fantastic Easter egg. You get Averman and his, and his limo driving out onto the ice at the Ice Palace. It, and like, and Averman came out hot with that with that limo spin. Yes. Like that had to take. That was some nice. That was some nice driving uh, on on the ice. And they're quacking. Yeah, that was my th- quack quack quack. Here they come. <laughs> they're coming out guns a blazing. Um, and, and they're there to pick him up for the party and Averman drops the bomb. He's like, Oh yeah. Did I tell you I, uh, I drive the limo for a guy that makes a lot more money than me. (laughs) (laughs) And Bombay's like, all right, you know what? Okay. You guys, you guys sure are nice to come pick up your old coach. Yes. And he lays the line on Averman. He says, who, whoever taught you it was okay to drive a limo on the ice, which is a great, great call. Yeah. Great. (laughs) Great, amazing, amazing call. Like that was that's like one of the best scenes in the first movie with it. And like when the kid steals all of the driver's candy and the driver is like yes. hanging him upside down, <laughs> dumping all the candy out. That was a very underrated moment in the movie that people may not have picked up on. Um, so so um oh, do you think we get them picking up Bombay? What's what's up? Do you think MC Ganey will make an appearance on any of this? He's the the guy. He's the actor who plays the limo driver in the in the original MC Gini. I would bet no. I I think that's you know. And and while we're on random tangents, you know, I'm I'm honestly thinking the reason Bombay is in such a bad mood all the time is that you know with his age 
and him sleeping at the ice palace, he may not have the proper lumbar support in his mattress to get a good night's sleep. Like he's too old to be sleeping on couches or futons full time. Like he has to get himself maybe like a, you know, like a nectar sleep mattress. I just bought one of those. Very nice for that lower lumbar. I was going to say, do you think he's actually sleeping on a mattress in the ice palace? He's definitely on a futon or a couch. Listen, I slept on a futon for a hot minute in college. And even then in my, you know, early twenties, I was 21. It was still rough on the back. Oh yeah. And it didn't last very long. So I mean, this guy ruin you. Absolutely. So no wonder Bombay is always a little bit cranky and a little bit tired. Kids, get yourself a good mattress. It it pays for itself. Yes. It's key. It's very key. (laughs) Some uh, some little life advice section. Um, But anyway, so we picked him up. We we get back to the gala. We have Stephanie gassing up Coach T. She's introducing him. We've got a a three-time state champion, two-time captain. Coach T represents the real spirit of the ducks yes and he is about to get the first lifetime achievement award yes the opening lifetime achievement award and so this is where we figure out that we find out that he played for the ducks as well and so that's when i was thinking maybe he maybe he comes from the you know the gordon bombay coaching tree maybe he he played under bombay but like yeah there's not enough we don't get enough the the interactions that they've had together in the series do not scream that they knew each other beforehand, you know? Yeah. So, although I would have, I, I would have loved that would have been a, that would have been a fantastic little subplot to kind of delve into, you know, like maybe, maybe oh, like, a- like you have, have coach T as kind of like the second coming of Charlie, you know, and Bombay sleeps with his mom. That's why coach T is starting to sleep with everybody else's mom. You know, a little, you know, the abuser yeah. becomes the, the abuse becomes the abuser. Situation there. And and, Co- and and Coach T usurps Bombay's power as his assistant takes over. You know, it was a it was a mutiny, and he took over. I don't know if I'd go. No I more having fun. I wouldn't go mutiny. That's too far. The, That's the too way, far. Coach the, T wouldn't lead a mutiny against Bombay. The way I would play it would be like how he how he's how Bombay's played it with everybody else. So you have him leave. So so Bombay's coaching the Ducks. He coaches Coach T. Then he leaves to go take the college job, right? St. Paul State. He leaves to go to St. Paul State. Coach T has been his assistant coach for a year or two or something like that. Takes over that job. Then you have the whole recruiting scandal, the you know, the walk of shame, and Bombay shuts off. And he shuts off from Coach T just like he shuts off from everybody else. And Coach T being scorned from Bombay shutting off. That's when he's like, fuck this. Let's just win. It's time to, you know, yeah. it's, it's, you know, tarps off, boys. It's go time. Tarps off, it's go time. now, And now he's part of the Coach Riley coaching tree. Exactly. Well, that's not how coaching trees work, but yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I think that would be a fantastic little subplot to kind of, you know, sink at least an episode into, you know. Did, did you kind of feel bad for Coach T getting his Lifetime Achievement Award yeah. party usurped? Like, that was kind, yeah. of, that was kind of fucked up. That I, was, like, that was as, as much look. as, like, Coach T is the worst, going in and interrupting his moment, like, that he's probably been, like, looking forward to for a really long time, wasn't necessarily the right thing to do. But it did make some some compelling television because when they walk in, they flying walk in, in a flying V. Flying V, baby. 
Absolutely. Flying V comes in, they interrupt. Um, I, like you said, though, I did, I did feel bad right. for, I, I did feel bad for coach T, you know, yeah. it's a lifetime achievement award. It's something he's been working his entire life for, you know, he played for this team, Although, he coached this team and this is his night. And just, even if he's an asshole, just, just to have that like ripped away from you. Because they went to straight. Like, yeah. like it's, it's not like it's, it's not like he's only been doing this for a couple years. Like I, I like to, I mean, maybe I'm assuming too much that maybe he played on some of the 10 straight and didn't well, so go through them all. I think Stephanie has a line about that. He, they've had 10 straight, but coach, T was only the coach for some of those. Like he has, he hasn't been some the coach. He hasn't, yeah. He hasn't been the coach for all 10. I don't believe but just the last handful or so. So, but and we still, know he I mean, won three as a player. We know yes. he won three as a player. Yes. But even, even if he wasn't there for the, the full 10 as the coach, that's still, I mean, lifetime achievement award. He still won multiple state championships in a row. Nothing to sneeze at, even if he does it in a scummy way. Yeah. You know, but at the end of the day, a win's a win. He, yeah, you know, they, and, they don't. And yes. They don't ask. They don't ask why. They ask how many. You know. Like, listen, Bill Belichick is not going to win Best Friend of the Year awards. Okay, he's going to win football games, and that is yes. what Coach T is going to do. He's not there to win Best Friends. He's yeah. there to win. I did. Games. I did mess up my fra- my my saying though. It's, they they don't ask how. They ask how many. Heath. You know. Oh, there, there you go. Um, but then, but so the, the flying V, the ducks come in, they take over, they take over the stage. Yes. Um, they I take, love they take over the stage and then proceed to insult everybody. <laughs> I was just going to say, and then Banks throws in a, a nice singer. He's like, uh, would have fit in pretty good here though. You know, after, after saying he wasn't about that duck's life because. Well, no, so, so he said, he goes, when I was a kid, I was a terrible human being until I met Coach Bombay. But back when I was the worst person in the world, I would have fit in so well here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Did not pull any punches there. Just straight up told everyone they suck. Yeah. <laughs> which, is a, which is a bold move by a public defendant because a lot of the people he's going up against are probably in that room. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's probably true. Stephanie's law buddies, you know? Yeah. And if he, you know, yeah. Um, Steph- yeah. Most of them are probably lawyers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so well. anyways, that's a rough career move by Banks, but that's okay. Because I respect it, it though. Go, going balls yeah. out for Bombay, you know? R- risking yeah, life and limb to defend Bombay. He's selling out for Bombay. And then Connie, of course, like she shows you why she's a politician because she gives a delightful speech to, yeah. to really – Tie a nice bow on it. She yep. really did. Yep. She does. You know, and, and ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. And then, of course, you get Averman starting the Bombay chant. <laughs> Bombay. Just touching back on what Banks said when he said, I would have fit in right here. Then they cut to Bombay, who lets out like the loudest fucking laugh. In the- yeah, <laughs> like, ah. yeah. But he's the only one laughing. <laughs> and he like looks around. So awkward. <laughs> he's he's like hey, it's it was funny. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you what you want from me, you know. And and so um a, a really nice moment and then we cut and we're back at the ice palace and we've got the don't bothers. They're going to they're going to play some hockey and then all of a sudden 
coming through, we have the ducks and we have a great moment where we have ducks and don't bothers pl- scrimmaging, playing, have, having a grand old time out yep. there on the ice. And all, all the ducks are wearing uh, original jerseys, you know, yep. the, the old and, green, green, yellow, and purple. Even Kenny Wu's yep. got one, even though he never wore that jersey. Yep. I love that they had an honorary Kenny Wu District Five jersey. It was, I need to, that was beautiful. I need to figure out where I can get a that Gee jersey. I need a Gee jersey because I, yeah. I, I, I've, I've told you before, Heath. I have like you have your Banks jersey. I have a Charlie jersey that my sister bought for me. It's like five sizes too big, though. I, it's, it's not wearable. I'm definitely gonna my my plan though with that is to have uh, Joshua Jackson sign it, and then I'm gonna frame it. So there you go. If we that's, if, if we ever good. get if we ever get him on the pod, I, I I need you to sign that for me, Joshua. But so I I do yeah. want to buy another jersey that actually fits me and that I can wear, and I really want a Guy jersey. But they don't. The nobody makes the Guy jersey. He's he's the unsung hero, he's, unsung hero of the team. You know he he was the backbone of that front line. He's you know he was, he was a yeah. solid, consistently consistent the second best contributor player. throughout. Yeah. yeah. Consistent contributor throughout because remember they wanted Gee to take the shot in the first movie instead of Charlie. Oh yeah, well, and, Gee, and Bombay yeah. overruled them, and he was like, Bombay was like, no, 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 Charlie Spazway is going to do it. <laughs> I don't think Bombay called him Spazway, but I know. <laughs> <laughs> of course, he didn't. It was a kid in the middle of a game. Um, that would that would have severely ruined nice his chances moments. of sleeping with his mom if he would have called him Spazway. Exactly, Bombay would never make that mistake. <laughs> <laughs> not not with mama um, but no we had some we had some nice moments on the ice what did you think about our boy your boy kenny woo that still looked like the, him he has still got like that did so, not look like a body double that looked like really him and he was out there so I, showing I, those kids how it's done i will say it it looked like him <laughs> yeah it looked like him because i'm fairly certain he, there was no body double in the second movie he was doing all the figure skating moves i believe yeah Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe he was doing all those. And so in this one, yes, 95% of it looked like him. The, the first little go around, there's one little like crazy spin that's done at the end that kind of looked like it might not have been him. So that one might have been. It looked like it when his head, when it, because I thought the same thing, but the way his helmet fell off, it looked like it was him. And okay. then he like kicked his helmet back down. Gotcha. You know what okay. I mean, and so but yeah, but uh, yeah, way, it definitely looked like he was doing the vast majority of it for sure, and still, shout still got out the moves. To Kenny Woo, still got the moves, still got woo 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 Kenny Woo. That's one of my <laughs> favorite calls from D two when oh. when the announcer jumps in with that. Yeah, goosebumps so every time, every time. Oh, it's beautiful. It's it's, it's a beautiful moment. Um, and then we have another great moment where we have Connie showing the dynamic duo of Maya and Lauren how to take out fools. Like yes. how to bust dudes in the in the that, chest. That's like her, oh, that, that elbow. Hot. The elbows are her move, right? From the from the the yeah. previous movies. Yeah, yeah. The elbows are her move. Yeah, exactly. But they're hitting too high. You know, we we learn right oh, away yeah. in football. If if you hit them high, you're you're going to get knocked back down. But if you get that low that low center of gravity, yeah, but, especially in hockey, you're gonna you're gonna upend them over yes. the top. And you want to go low, especially if you're throwing elbows, because you want to get them just under the rib. You know, you don't want to you don't want to hit knock that window. Yeah, you don't want to hit chest plate. You know, you want to hit just under the rib. 
So and so I I hope that comes back around in a game where like Lauren and Maya just take somebody out based on Connie's uh, instructions. Or do we got the do we have the Bash sisters? Is that what is that what we're working on right now? If if we get listen, don't don't tempt me with a good time like that. (laughs) Don't even don't even don't even float that out there. Because there's there's just no amount of things we can do to bring me back from that level of disappointment of not one, getting the Bash sisters. One thing we didn't get that I would have loved because she to- hits, she lights up banks, Brandon. Her yes. and Reed, her her yeah. and her and Fulton light up bank. Like she lights they, up. They banks send in they the, send him into the, the bench. Glass yeah. yeah, she hits him in the glass and he's like, oh, and then Fulton takes him out into the bench and yeah. completely knocks him out. It was a great moment. One thing I would have loved to see that we didn't get to see was them doing the stick glove shirt with one of the kids. But yeah, you know, they, f- fighting's not allowed anymore, so they wouldn't have done that. That's not like if, even if we do exactly. get even if we do get the Bash sisters, it's not going to be as goony as it was before because there's just you know there's too much violence in that. They're they're, they're yeah. that's not going to fly there's... nowadays. Exactly. There's no place for hockey goons. They will settle things off the ice. Maybe they'll sit down. They'll get a feeling stick out. Uh, maybe write each other yeah. thoughtful notes so that the, they can the, work the through it. The puck of truth. Pass the puck of truth. The puck, the puck of truth will go back and forth. Um, like I said, maybe place a thoughtful them, note place where they express out. their feelings. Yeah, exactly. Express your feelings. This is how your actions make me feel. <laughs> And I don't like it. <laughs> so, so modern day Bash sisters. I, I hope that they set it up because it would be it would be great to see Lauren, especially Lauren. You know, she's she already said she's a proud female warrior. Exactly. She needs yeah. to be lighting. She needs to be Maya's, fools up out there. Yeah, she's she's a proud female warrior. And then Maya's got the the New York attitude. You know. Yeah. Like how how Port, Portman had the because Portman where was Portman for from? I forget. Chicago. The, was it Chicago? Yeah, yeah. So he's got the 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 big city attitude. Maya would fit yeah. that bill perfectly. You got that New York New York attitude. That'd be perfect. Yeah, and and also I feel like Maya's spirit animal is like an angry New York City truck driver, just like her accent. So I feel like <laughs> you know, like deep deep inside, she has some rage for sure. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and and so we got some. Because we're, we're we're gearing up, we're getting close to to the end here. Um, but um, <clears throat> Alex is all in. because this is now, gentlemen. If you're listening to the podcast, this is where you. This is how you have to go. You got to get the friends saying nice things about you to win over the girl. Because the ducks were just chatting up Alex, oh, gassing yeah. up Bombay. They, they know Bombay's know, like, move. They They're know. Like, this is, this seen, is a single mom. They've seen it first. I got you. They've seen it firsthand their whole yeah. lives. They they know what's going on. They know how to play the cards. So they're talking to them. And so you know, win over the friends. Have have friends of this person go tell that person because then you know what they're going to keep you around. If the friend group can tolerate you, the girl will will keep you around. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, so they they talk him up a little bit. Some love get, advice. You're welcome. And then you get. Alex, yeah, so Alex comes back and she's like talking to Bombay and she's like, oh my God, I've heard so much good stuff about this guy that was at the gala last night. I forget exactly what she says, but some some yeah. some weird, awkward flirting going on. 
And then, yeah, like, hey, you used to be nice. Remember that? Yeah, you used Remember to be nice and a, and a hockey coach. Maybe, hopefully, that guy comes back. I think is what she what she says. And, yeah, uh, and and Bombay's Bombay's like, hey, I, he, I like hockey again. Is the assistant coaching job open? See, that's where they lost me. Why is He's Bombay the assistant? No, why is Bombay He's the, the assist, ass man? Why is he the assistant coach? He should be head coach. Get Alex out of here. She has no business being a hockey coach. Listen, he is here to merely support her supporting her son's dreams to bail on his friends and play for a different team. She's not supporting anybody's dreams. She's actively crushing dreams, I'm pretty sure, with her coaching styles. Um, But, yeah, so we get the flirting, but he's in. He accepts it. I, I like listen, Brandon. Whether you like it or not, Bombay is officially a "don't bother" assistant coach, cementing yep. his ever, ever so far the, the how far he's fallen. Yeah, now he's now like, he's definitely not going to be allowed back at the Ducks place, the Ducks facilities. Yeah, now he's if, he's if persona think, non grata think, for sure. Yeah, he's he may as well just just finish it because an assistant coach on the "don't bothers" you're blacklisted. Yeah, you're done. Done. Um, and so, but then we end with uh, Sophie taking a selfie, and of course, we got to put it on Insta right away. Well, yeah. And as Sophie, I mean, I would I would have done the same thing if I'm taking a taking a selfie with the ducks. I'm not gonna. I'm posting that everywhere, dude. Uh, as someone who you know loves a good selfie here and there, um, you got to put it right on the Instagram as soon as you as soon as you take that. You got to strike. While the iron's hot. It's yeah. just like making a sword. <laughs> um, and so, so Sophie, as she's browsing Instagram, she actually comes across this video of Evan. The betrayal. The video of the betrayal is on Instagram. She's not pulling any punches. Evan, what the fuck? What, what's going on? Tell us. They go from- he does a terrible job of defending himself, too, by the way. Yeah, Ari, it does the worst job. And they go from zero to 60 on the anger scale real quick. They just had the 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 day, the best day of their entire lives, skating with the original yeah. Ducks. And now they are furious at Evan because he he betrayed them. And deservedly so. Like, he deserves every ounce of the anger that this team gets because he convinced them to join this team. They didn't want to. Coob yeah. would still be happy in his basement starring as a goalie on his NHL live team <laughs> as he's streaming this. Like he would be starring right now on that team. Instead, he can't move and he's given up 25 goals a game. You know, like he's just, he's a disaster. And Evan goes after Evan talks about like all this friendship and his first sleepover. Wow. Like this, there's just not enough strength to dig the knife out of the back that Evan just jabbed into every single one of his teammates. It's just, yep. it's devastating. It's yep. devastating and for team morale. Like I said earlier, I completely understand and encourage Evan taking the interview with coach T the practice is where you, he fucked up though. Went too far. Yeah. That's way too far. Can't go practice with the other team. And no, then at, at that, at that point, saw it, dude, he saw her recording him. Oh yeah. Taking yeah. that shot. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where if you're going to – once you go to the practice, just rip the Band-Aid off and go to the Ducks. At that point, just quit and go to the Ducks. Exactly. Like, what are you what are you doing there? So, like, the team is pissed, and they deserve it. So, but I think my biggest takeaway from, like, when the team 
get, was like really pissed and started skating away. Oh yeah, they do Logan. a one, one by one skate off. What Logan just Logan just scooted right off the ice. There was no he wasn't using a prop stick. He wasn't moving really oh. slow. Evan hit the ice from the bench and he went right across the ice. That was my biggest takeaway. Okay, Evan, making some progress. Logan. Logan has made some serious progress when it comes to skating. So that's why we're seeing the on-ice product pick up a little bit. Coob did not, though. He legitimately walked, like stepped stepped one by one, one foot right after the other, stepped across the ice. How do you still not know how to skate, Coob? How has nobody how did how did one of the ducks not teach him how to fucking skate? What we were, what are we doing? Did we just ignore Coob? You're teaching people to hit and fight, but you're not this gonna teach is, Coob how to skate? This is what happens when Julie the Cat Gaffney, the voice of reason for yeah. the modern ducks, is not involved because she would have sat Coob down and That's true. There was no there was the game plan that we went through. Yeah, there was no goalie. Of none of the neither her nor Goldberg were here, so you didn't get the one-on-one kind of goal, goalie teaching that would have been that is cr- desperately needed with Coop. And yeah, and, and yeah Ju- honestly, Julie the cat, as, Julie as the cat would have helped for sure. She would have been she would have saved I, I, this entire team. And as much as I prefer Julie the cat over Goldberg, I feel like Goldberg may have been a better mentor in in this particular position with Coop. Maybe not as confident little bit bigger guy, not always feeling really good, maybe not always feeling confident about what he can do. Because I feel like with Coop, they need to do like what they did with Goldberg, where they just like strap him to the to the goal and start shooting stuff at him. And just be like, hey, you need to move around and make this happen. This is your <laughs> So I don't think you're going to get him – I don't think you're going to help him learn how to move around if you strap him to the goalpost. <laughs> I know, but he just needs to learn that he needs to get in front of the damn puck, like however he can get in front of the puck. Yeah, well, but like uh, strapping him to the thing – strapping him to the goalpost, his, his thing is not – he's not afraid of the puck like Goldberg was. Goldberg was afraid of the puck. He could skate though and he could move. He was, Why are you shooting at me? Yeah. I love the, I love his line in the first one where he's like, "Does this sound, does this seem crazy to anybody else that I'm just standing in front of the puck?" Which is spot on because you have to to be a to be a goalie, you got to be you, there's a certain air of crazy that you have to have. Which is why, like I, I think we mentioned, I think we talked about this exactly in one of the episodes. Crazy, we Sam, talked about it. Yeah, Sam's your goalie. Sam's your goalie. Get Coop out of that. Retire Coop, especially now that you have some, brought in some depth. Retire yeah. Coop, put him out to pasture, put Sam as a goalie. Now we're going to win some games. Um, I do have to, I do have to say because I know we're, we're this is basically the end of the episode. But you wanted the Czech kids to get to not just be forgotten about. This is where we were reminded they were still on the team. They don't have any lines, but they give a resounding thumbs down to Evan. Oh, that's right. Before they exit the ice. <laughs> deservedly <laughs> they, so. They did deservedly not. So. Deservedly they, they They can't speak English, but they do understand enough being spoken that they know Evan is not cool at this yes. moment. And they understand American mannerisms to do the thumbs down. Because I guarantee you the thumbs down – what what it means in the in America is not what it means in the Czech Republic. <laughs> they, um, but but they but they came back. We didn't we didn't forget about them. We got everyone skating out. So now 
you know, end scene, we end the episode. Great episode. I, I love this episode. Fantastic. I thought, well, of course. It, it, anytime you bring in the original Ducks cast, this is going to be the highlight episode of the entire yeah. season. The issue 100%. is that where do we go from here? Because That's it's true. all downhill from here. You know what I mean? Like, no offense to these kids in the show and the Disney writers, but I'm sorry. You've hit the pinnacle. We have Banks. We have Fulton. We had some great internet with the Ducks came back. So, and like, where do we go from here? A quick message from our friends at Broken Forest Collective. Built on a passion for small batch and handcrafted products, Broken Forest provides high-quality casual wear and lifestyle goods that are American-made and built to outlast the fast fashion trends. They also plant a tree in Boulder, Colorado for every product sold. Visit brokenforestco.com and use the code CAKEEATERS15 for 15% off your order. So I know they don't... Well, first off, what... Where we go from here is I need more Nick. I need yeah. less. I need less Alex. I personally want more Winnie, but that's I, I understand if if she's not everybody's favorite. But that's what I need more Nick. I want more. We I need a Sam backstory. I need to know more about Sam. We do. We do need more. We need more Logan and Sam outside of hockey practice. I want, I want what we talked about in the last episode where just like a, a team focus where it's just like, we go through all the kids, like who are these kids? Yes. What, what are they all about? But I, I, now that Bombay is an assistant coach, I feel like we're still going to have a lot of Bombay, Alex love saga for, through the end of the episode or yeah. is Bombay well, that, that's- eventually, like, is Alex eventually going to pass the don't bother's baton, baton over to Bombay? When does that happen? You know? Yeah. I, yeah. With him coming on as just the assistant coach, it'll be interesting to see where and when they make the switch, if they do. I would imagine they do. Um, but so I know they, 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 the Ducks just left after that practice, the original Ducks. Just left after that practice. Do you think anybody's going to stick around? Do you think they, it was all of the OG Ducks? It was just this episode, or do you think maybe maybe because Ful, Fulton is in town? I think he he mentioned everybody else came from out of town, but Fulton's in the yeah. Twin Cities. Do you think Fulton Fulton comes on as the second assistant coach? Do you think we get Fulton's never never been the coaching type? I think if anyone, or do, it do, would do, do you be, think? Well, he's got seven kids to care to, to, to care for, you know. He's it's got, only three, and he can. You know, it's but, only three. He could he could use some. Maybe some maybe not an coach. assistant coaching job, but do you think full, do you think any of these other any of the OG ducks make another cameo, or they is it is it over and done with? I think it's over and done with. I I genuinely yeah. I think that they they played that's the cameo I'm, card. That's what I'm afraid they of. Played it up hard. And that's why that's why I made my comment that I did before. I think that it might be all downhill from here. We we yeah. we got our moment of truth in the halfway point, and I think that they they kept us on right. They kept us they kept us wanting more. We know this episode with the ducks are coming back. We hit it, and now what do we do? Is it because if it's going to be more Alex and Bombay storyline, they're going to lose folks, right? They might even lose kids, right? Like yeah. the kid viewers don't want to see this mighty ducks. Gossip I mean, I would mashup that we I would love. On. I would love to figure out 
like the 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 data and the analytics behind the viewership for this i don't even i would imagine it's got to be possible but i i would love to know if kids are actually watching this because there's so much alex and bombay stuff so much i just don't know if that's you know hooking the the 13 year old or the 10 year old i don't think they they're they i don't think it it's registering with them there's not there's not enough there's not enough kid development kid storyline honestly for it to be a a successful kids sitcom like it's no family matters that's for sure yeah it's yeah it's no family matters it's 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 no i mean no one can keep up yeah, no one can keep up with the Winslows, so like it's just Carl. Carl, Carl had a great house there. Yeah, but I, th- I think you need. Yeah, there's just so much Alex and Bombay stuff that I'm hopefully, hopefully that dies down a little bit. I think it'll need to in order for them to kind of keep this going with with the kid demographic. Yeah. I think yeah. we, I think we might see like especially like episodes like eight, nine, ten. I think we're going to see a lot more culmination of the hockey season. So we might see more like back and forth, some like some school yeah. stuff, like back and do forth, think, getting ready for the game, psyching people out. Do you think the hallways, they make? Do that. you think they make state? I don't know. I feel like there's going to be like some something's obviously going to be on the line for the Ducks at the end of the year. I'm not. I feel like it's they're going to be in the running for like if we win this game because this other team just lost. If we win this game, we can win nine and you know win eight out of nine and make it to state. But we have to be team x or like maybe they have to beat the ducks to make it into state and then the ducks beat them and they don't make it to state but they're going to come back next year and the don't bothers are here to stay that's my prediction do you think the don't bothers are here to stay though i got to imagine at some point the ducks can't be the bad guys anymore you know it's called the mighty ducks at some point you they have to merge I don't know if it's. Oh, I don't know if it's at the. You end. think there's? They absorb the don't bothers and Bombay takes over the ducks again, and that's got to be that's got to be where bothers it goes, right? Ducks. That's you can't. Uh, yeah, I mean that's a good prediction too. I don't think you can. Don't bothers running. can't be a standalone team. No, not with a fucking name like that. You can't. You, yeah. you know, that's a show, terrible name. And the, sh- the show's called the show's Mighty called Ducks. Mighty ducks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So at some point, I don't, again, I don't know if it's this because they they have. I know I, I don't know. I imagine they're going to string this along at least for season two, and yeah. possibly possibly as as many more as they can. So like three, four, or five. Who who knows? So maybe I feel like three, four seasons is probably the max, right? Yeah, and so then may so this maybe at the end of this season, the ducks are still the bad guys. It's still ducks don't bothers. But somewhere season two, mid midway through the end of season two, there's got to be some sort of merger or, or you know something to where Bombay is back taking over the Ducks. I think, See. but yeah, I don't know. It's I'm definitely this was what I was looking forward to this episode, and so now that it's gone, uh. I'm I'm a little I'm a little weary. 
Yeah. Like, listen, this next episode, we got it. We have to, you know, we have to be like, we have to go into it with open minds uh, so that we're allowed yeah, to clear, digest. Clear eyes for And hearts. process. Yeah, we can't lose if we come into it with that. <laughs> you know, the, our, our Friday Friday Night Lights watching these episodes will, yeah. will be just that. Um, <laughs> but I... I it's it's going to be interesting. I, I don't think that it's. I, I mentioned, like I said, how I feel before, where it's probably it's probably not going to live up to this amazing uh-huh. ducks episode, unless unless they they hit us with like an okie doke and they bring in some more cameos. Not not necessarily more cameos, but we see more of the duck cameos, like coming back. Like you said, we see Fulton come back. We see. Like maybe a spot where uh, Connie is the state senator, so maybe she does something for the Dumbbottles, gets them to state. Finds another surplus, you know? You you never know. Um, Yeah, I think... (laughs) uh, Yeah, I think they got to bring... At least for me, for me to to care about these last couple episodes, I need something more. I don't necessarily know if it's a cameo or if it's like, like you said, if it's like one episode where it's full kids a hundred percent of the time, maybe that'll get me back in. I just, I don't, I, like I said, I just don't care for the, the Alex Bombay thing. They're dragging it out way too long. You know, the whole will they, won't they work that works in like a, an hour and a half movie, but when you string it along over 10, 30 minute episodes, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot. I mean, they're, and they're no JD and Ellie. You know what I mean? Like, they're not going to keep us on the hook. No Ross and Rachel. It's just not <laughs> going to work that way. Should we preview the next episode now and see see what we got? Remember, remember, clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose if we go into this next episode with open minds and a positive attitude. Yes. A can-do attitude. <laughs> can-do attitudes for episode seven. <laughs> episode seven, which is titled Pond Hockey, which... Okay. okay. Yep. So back back on a pond, which is the original. I know. We're so the the little synopsis here says with the team mad at Evan and Alex unsure of her coaching skills, Bombay brings them somewhere new, which I'm assuming is the pond. So getting out of the ice palace, that's probably the first time Bombay's left the ice palace, you know, in years. So everybody's still mad at Evan. So they're not going to let that go. That, that'll be interesting. Hopefully that'll be – hopefully with that and then Bombay bringing them to a pond, hopefully this will be the, the kid, the full kid episode. We get kid, kid, kid all the time. We kind of delve through their, you know, how, how they're feeling about Evan, how we can get over this, that yeah. kind of thing. Because that's, that's what it should be, right? Like this is a very – it's a very key point for the team. Where do they go? How do they how do they move on from this moment in time? Can they can they come together, unite and overcome? Or is this the the stone that starts the avalanche? Yeah. Are they gonna let Coach T tear them apart from the inside? Wow. And, and he did he did a hell of a job. Shout yeah. out Coach T. When he puts a bounty on you, you ain't getting away from that. You know. But so hopefully just Ferda. <laughs> and then it says Alex unsure of her coaching skills. Maybe, hopefully, she learns how to be a coach finally. I don't know. 
Maybe I, I hope to God they finally teach Coop how to skate on this fucking pond. That's got to be the first thing to go, right? They have to do some goaltending drills. Something has got to give with Coop. Yes. And this will be good because this will be – so Bombay's taking them to the pond. It's going to be Bombay actually coaching for the first time. Yeah, getting back to his roots. He's getting yes. – This is that's what this episode is. You know, he's at the pond. Those are his roots. Mm-hmm. That's how he skated. That's how District 5 practice out on the pond. And so let's let's hope that this brings back Coach Bombay and we get some nice development from the kids and we see them unite to overcome this adversity that Evan caused by being selfish. Yes, I imagine we'll get a, a little montage similar to what we got in the first episode when he finally decided to teach them how to play hockey and not just take falls. <laughs> so I imagine... Take the fall, get hurt, act indignant. <laughs> That's, that's yeah. what the team chance. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. But so once once he, he gave up that and he started actually teaching them how to pass and then Goldberg had to be a goalie, hopefully we get a little montage of that where with, with these kids, Koob finally learning how to be a goalie. Maybe, maybe Logan gets some more skating for Logan. Who knows? Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden we really do have a chance at States. And that's where this becomes believable because Bombay yes. – sprinkles a little bit of magic over the top of these uh these don't bothers and all of a sudden they've bothered to learn how to play and everyone else is in trouble look yes. out so yeah Here I, we uh, this will be the the catalyst i imagine for their their nine game win streak that they'll inevitably go on i think they do make it uh, to state i think they they will make it to state I was, They're I, gonna go on I, a nine. There's no way they can't go on a nine-game winning streak, and it's just. I hope they, they don't. I hope they don't make state, but I assume they will. Yeah, I really if, hope if that, Evan can score five goals in four minutes, then they can win nine games in a row. Like this show isn't about <laughs> making like worrying about unrealistic happenings. Yeah, I just yeah, I just hope they actually like show a little bit of teaching montage, because that's. I, that's my biggest gripe so far is there's no there hasn't been any you know effort put forth to show them actually learning how to play hockey. Yeah, there's no eggs, there's no you know skating and stopping before he takes out the tower of soda cans. It, there's none of that. Um so I agree. Yeah, so hopefully we get a little more hockey stuff here. More hockey stuff, more kid you know, background character development, less Alex and Bombay. That's all I'm hoping yep. for. No, because we're going to get a full crescendo on episode 10 where Alex and Bombay are together. She leaves the hockey to him. He leaves the lawyering to her. We'll see how it all turns out. I think that we have to reset our expectations back yes. to where they were yes. when we first started this out, where you know we're gonna we're gonna be open minded. We're gonna be excited about the episodes. We're but, gonna, you know we're gonna hope for the best, expect the worst. Exactly. My my expectations are back to rock bottom to avoid any kind of dis- disappointment. Yeah, because because we both know there's not gonna be any any Bash sisters going on anytime soon. I so I re- I really want Bash sisters. I really, for the life of me, I I need more Winnie. That's. So that I didn't mention, I mentioned that earlier, but when talking about what I what I want going forward, I need more Winnie, and I swear to God, she better be a part of Hans and Jan's family. That needs to happen. 
It's such a no-brainer that it needs to fucking happen. Thanks for listening everyone please remember to follow and like us on instagram at the cake eaters pod on twitter at the cake eaters also reach out to us via email the cake eaters pod at gmail.com or visit our website the cake eaters pod.com <laughs>